At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The results are in. A survey of Inc. 5000 companies shows the top barriers to growth. It's taking finance too long to close the books. So slow to launch new products. We need to hire good people and keep them. Too many disconnected systems. I can't see what's happening in my business. Sounds like they've outgrown their business and financial management systems. QuickBooks and spreadsheets worked fine at the start, but now it takes twice the effort to get things done, and you can't get accurate answers. You should know the number one system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite is the one system that tracks and manages revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce for every industry. 
Now you can run your business from a dashboard on your phone. That's why thousands of companies use NetSuite. It's the only system you need to run your business. Go to netsuite.com slash fast to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. That's netsuite.com slash fast. Oh, we've got NBA history. I, we got to stop everything. We got to stop the train right on the tracks because a basketball player crossed over 30,000 points. So we must shut everything down in the sports cosmos. Uh, okay. He already congratulated himself. What more does LeBron need? Does he need a full dedication situation? Really? Welcome in the beginning. Of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. A much anticipated accomplishment in the NBA, the Cleveland Cadavers taking on the San Antonio Spurs, and the Cavaliers did what they usually do when they play better teams. They lost. Uh, but that is not the story. The story is LeBron James. LeBron James, who had congratulated himself in uh, one of the most LeBron James-like moments you can possibly have. Just in case you thought he wasn't a douche, he had to announce that he was a douche. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just wonderful. Uh, I would also, you know, I, I was going to do this, and I thought, well, what the hell, I won't do it, but because I was busy doing some other stuff. But I was going to post. I would, I want to thank, you know, young Ben Maller for the Marconi Award that I'm about to win. You know, because uh, you know, why not? I, I know I'm going to win the Marconi Award in broadcasting, so I would like to thank my no, no, I'd like to thank my younger self for not being a better student and you know being you know being pigeonholed into overnight radio. If I was a better student, I'd be like a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. But uh, but no. Uh, if you missed it, and God knows, I don't know how you could have avoided it. Maybe you just had the radio off. Uh, but here's how it sounded: LeBron James. In the final seconds of the first quarter in a random NBA matchup on just another Tuesday night in the association, LeBron's Fiesta. LeBron James dribbles between his legs, fires a 20-footer. He knocks it down, and there it is. LeBron James has become the youngest ever to 30,000 as the kid from Akron rewrites the history books (laughs) once again. LeBron James, a long jumper late in the opening quarter, has become the youngest player in NBA history to reach the 30,000-point plateau. Yeah, that wasn't scripted at all, was it? That was not. That was completely ad-libbed. It was like it was like the Golden State Warriors offense. There was no choreography at all. Uh, there was no preparation, not manufactured, not contrived, not designed, not planned out. Just spur of the moment. Yeah, he didn't know what he was going to say. The Cavs play-by-play guy, and he just—he, he, you know what he is? He's a word artist that he was able. To, <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. No, listen, listen again. This was totally organic. Was this not? When I heard this, I was like, "Well, this is this is organic." He didn't know what was going to happen. Absolutely. No LeBron question. LeBron James dribbles between his legs, fires a 20-footer. He 
knocks it down, and there it is. LeBron James has become the youngest ever to 30,000 as the kid from Akron rewrites the history books once again. LeBron James, a long jumper, late in the opening quarter, has become the youngest player in NBA history to reach the 30,000-point plateau. <laughs> it sounds like that scene from that old baseball movie, The Natural. Does it not? It's a you know the, the kid did it. The kid did it. <laughs> uh, if you have not noticed, if you have not noticed, uh, I I don't get this. I don't. Uh, but I will talk about it. You know, I'm, I'm a talk show host. That's uh, that's plausibly my job title. And they want me. The company would like me to opine about the big events of the day, whatever's going on. Uh, and it keeps the job fresh. It keeps the job fresh. Like we get to come in here, and there's different stuff going on every day, and but one of the side effects of that is we don't always like what's going on, uh, and uh, as a fallout to that, we get to give our honest opinion on this stuff. So, but I'll engage you in some conversation. I'm gonna engage you in some conversation, and we're gonna hear from from LeBron because why not? He already congratulated himself. Let's hear him pat himself on the ass some more. But uh, the the question here is, where are you on this? Uh, are you like the basketball media, which is filled with a bunch of fanboys, the the NBA media? Uh, I mean, these guys here are, you talk about being in the tank. They're the ones drawing a bubble bath for LeBron James. They're those guys. Uh, they're the ones you know, slobbering all over him. Uh, and, and, and so you've, you've got that going on. Uh, and and then you've got people like me that you know the, the skeptical, cynical types that just don't understand. I really don't understand. Uh, there are very few statistical accomplishments that I I raise my eye to, that I get excited about. This is not one of them. This is not one of them. Uh, so a, a couple of things here. My thoughts on this: You've got nostalgic boogie, the power of round, and the drama rama. Right? You got those three things. Number one, the nostalgic boogie. Uh, that that's this dance that takes place with the the ones that are just all in the tank with the star players in the NBA. And I realize it's great when you reach that level of basketball, when you reach the very top. Uh, I get it. I'm not naive to that fact at all. I'm of the position though. Here's where I stand. the The sappy, hokey, uh, heartwarming story. I just don't see that in this. Uh, I remember when I was doing the writing stuff on the web in the in the early old west days of the internet, uh, back in that chapter of my life. And I, I remember when LeBron was in high school in Akron, and he the, the headline I believe was on Sports Illustrated was the chosen one. But I had heard about him even before then, and he was hyped up as the the all being all powerful. I, am I surprised he lived up to the hype? Yeah, I usually bet against guys living up to the hype. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I do. Uh, and and so LeBron accomplished it. That's great. But the the sentimentality, the the sappiness, which has always just been annoying. The uh, for for me, it's been annoying. But other people love it. They love the corny the corniness. They like the hokiness. They like the mushiness of it all. Um, and, and for for me, it's like well, it's all over. When you're sitting around drinking lemonade on a rocking chair, when LeBron's an old guy saying, "Back in my day, we were better," and you know that's going to happen, right? And players today are seen uh, seen as soft by by NBA standards of of yesteryear, and these guys will be seen as barbarians and gladiators 
compared to the next generation of NBA players. That's the circle of life in sports, right? What, whatever's going on right now is looked down upon, and then years and years from now, when that sickening, nauseating, uh, corny stuff comes around, people say, oh, my God, that was amazing. Those heroic athletes back in the day. That's the nostalgic boogie. That's the nostalgic boogie. Uh, let's hear from LeBron James here. Uh, LeBron, who uh, is going to pat himself on the back just a little bit. LeBron, tell me how wonderful this is. The moment was, uh, was unbelievable. unbelievable. Something It's never been in my dreams about that yes. moment. Of course. The journey is something that I've been on for quite a while now, and yeah. I will never take that for granted. It's an unbelievable moment to be able to share something like that with my crazy teammates. Congratulations, uh, man. The Spurs Nation, they salute to y'all. That was unbelievable. And uh, let's keep this thing going, man. Strive for greatness. All right. When you when you reach um, individual accomplishments like like this, you know you're on the back nine. You know you're on the back nine. Right? You don't get to thirty thousand points unless you've been doing it for a long time. You're on the back nine. You're on the downside. And he has passed his prime now. Uh, LeBron with his last last birthday. Uh, another thing. The second part of this is the power of round, or in this case, round numbers, and. It, I flash back to when I did a show on the weekends. I will not say who I did the show with. But uh, we, we would get in these these great debates, and I would always win. I would always win. I don't know who that was. Uh, but I, I would always win these debates. Uh, but he used to preach all the time. He would uh, My guy that, that I worked with for years, uh, almost 10 years I worked with this guy, and uh, he would get up there in the, uh, the, the temple of sports talk radio, the tabernacle, and uh, he would he would preach, and and he he was correct about this one thing: human beings and round numbers. Like you could have celebrated LeBron James scoring twenty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety points. What a great accomplishment! But nobody stopped what they were doing. There weren't these heartfelt tribute pieces, these puff pieces that are out there for LeBron James after that. No, no. You've got to wait till that round number. It's the power of round. People get crazy. It's like when someone turns, you know, I'll pick a random, uh, somebody turns 40, you're like over the hill, you're an old geezer. 39, though, you're fine. Like 39, you're when you're 40, though, oh, my God, it's my God. It's how people are wired, the power of round. Uh, here's more. From LeBron, uh, LeBron who congratulated himself early in the day before he had even done this. I'm sure that was all uh, well and good there. Did anyone ask LeBron about that? I didn't see him comment on the fact that he was ah, he he had sent out a post praising himself. But anyway, uh, here's uh, LeBron again uh, talking about uh, the historic element to all this. It's just a special moment. It's something I I never set out to do. You know, I'm not even like a score first guy when it comes to playing basketball. I love getting my teammates involved and seeing my teammates be excited about scoring and me getting assists and things of that nature. But uh, for me to sit here and be the youngest player to ever reach 30,000, I put a lot of work into my game. And that's just a, it's been a byproduct of that. Yeah. Well, LeBron does have a very high basketball IQ. We know that. He's a very smart man when it comes to basketball. So I'm surprised that he uh, did not see this coming because as someone that's so intelligent when it comes to the game of basketball, those aren't my words, by the way. That's you true. guys want me to turn my brain off because I'm a, I have a huge basketball IQ? No, no. That's what no. they want me to do. I'm not going to do it because I got so much to give to the game. Yes, you do. It's a heartwarming story, LeBron. It really is. I'm, I'm overcome with emotion is what I am here. 
Uh, the last thing, uh, not to be outdone on the douche scale, you have LeBron James with the post hours before the game in San Antonio. Then you had Greg Popovich, who had like a come-to-Jesus moment with, with LeBron. They got together there. They huddled up, and uh, they had a little chit-chat after the game. And so uh, many of the, the media snooping around, the fanboys in the media were like, well, we must know what happened here. We must know. Uh, and so they, they asked Greg Popovich. They said, hey, Pop, help us out here, right? You know, you're, when you're not ripping Trump, give us something good here. Uh, here's what Popovich had to say when asked about that. A big hug to LeBron after a game. What did you say to him? None of your business. <coughs> Anybody else? Uh, what, can he get fired or retire or something like that? I'm so over Greg Popovich. I, I'm done. Uh, I can't wait till the day he loses that job. Can't there be some kind of scandal with Popovich? Can't, isn't there something somewhere where Popovich can get in trouble here? Can we all hope that there's a scandal to get rid of? Pop- I'm done. Hey, I'm 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 over Popovich. He's a he's a. I can't say what I want to say, but yeah. Anyway. All right. So Ben Maller show on Fox on Fox. If you would like to be part eight seven seven. 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. That is the number. We don't give it out very often. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Hanging out with us right uh, right yeah. over there. I'm, uh, I'm much more interested in the, the reasons why the Cavaliers are stinking right now. And by the way, I did hit my all-in. I am undefeated in uh, – in this year, in my NBA All-In selections, I saw I said the Spurs would definitely cover the uh, the spread in that one. So you know, well, Coop lost, but he he had the, the Celtics because he thinks the Lakers suck, so he picked the Celtics. Uh, where are the stories of? Then, uh, uh, did I win mine? I think I won mine. I think they covered the spread. I believe I, I won. Where, where are the stories of Isaiah Thomas? Uh, like he's to blame for the Cavaliers struggling ever since he's joined the team. They've been terrible. Where's that yeah. story at? Oh, it's well. He was the one that threw Kevin Love under the the bus. Is right? that right? Well, that was what you know, the insiders are saying there, the drama queens in Cleveland. Uh, I mean, I get that. It, you know, you you add a, another player that I guess it takes some time to work him into the team concept. I guess, but you guess. When, he, when he's good, shouldn't that be kind of easy? Well, and Isaiah Thomas didn't play the first couple of months of the NBA. I, I understand that. That's what I'm NBA saying. Season. Yeah, I mean, they, listen, they're, these guys, uh, There's a, a you've added another privileged little brat to a group of privileged little brats, and the results have been wonderful. If you're anybody else in the Eastern Conference, they've been just just marvelous. There. But, I, like, who's going to trade for Kevin Love? He's a middle-aged player with a lot of miles on him and a relatively big contract. Uh, I mean, if you, if you look at the, the Cavaliers this year, the, the stat geeks have pointed out when, with Kevin Love, LeBron James, Jay Crowder, J.R. Smith, and Isaiah Thomas, their net rating is like minus 22, which I don't even know what net rating means, but that's not good. I mean, that's not good, I think it's supposed to be a plus, and it's a minus 22. All right. Well, let's so I believe keep it that's simple. A, All right. I believe that's a negative. I believe when those, and Jay Crowder was one of those guys they got from the Celtics. Right. Thomas and Crowder came over from the Celtics, but they that has been a hot mess. A hot, hot mess there. Anyway, 
All right. Everything else good in your world, Eddie? Everything uh, all right? That was yeah. attacked by Blair, our friend Blair Whoopie from Michigan. Whoopie Pie Blair? Yes, was that a, on the, the other show? Yeah, on the, other, on the Boston show. He called up and harassed me, and uh, he has nothing to say at all. Like, I tried to well, explain. What did he say? I mean, how did he harass you? What was he? Well, he wanted to, like, trash talk. He he wanted me to say that the Celtics were going to beat the Lakers, and I was like, well, I'm not a Laker fan. I don't care. Let the Cel- let the Celtics win. I don't I don't mind. And then he, he went back to his just shouting that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I said – that's terrible radio. Even on a radio station in Boston, that's terrible radio. No one wants to hear that. I mean, that's that's a non-starter. You can't. The conversation ends. Okay, fine. That's that takes two seconds, and I, and he just he wouldn't get it. And he, he was getting angry. He's like trying to yell at me. And I said, "You can't yell at me. You just have nothing else to do. You're bored out of your mind, and you're just calling random radio shows." So you know, we were yelling at each other. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think we'll uh, have some of that on this show tonight? I'm. I told him to go to sleep. So hopefully, Blair's listening to me. <laughs> And he went to sleep. I tell him, just chill out. You don't need to listen. It's like my dad. You know, my dad, just like, go to sleep. I don't even have to tell him to go to sleep, though. He, he my dad's listen. always asleep when I call him. It's like 8 o'clock. And yeah. he's, uh, well, my dad's, uh, what? Huh? Yeah, my dad's usually napping, but my dad's move is to never admit that he's napping. Like you can tell, you know, how you can tell when your old man's sleeping. Oh my god, know? that was yeah. when I was a kid. He would do that. My dad. He, yeah. he, I'm like, hey, wake up. He's like, oh, I'm just resting my eyes. Yeah, yeah, my dad, my dad's like, oh no, no, I wasn't, and you could totally tell he has no idea where he is, who he's talking yeah. to, but he's like, oh no, I wasn't sleeping. What he should have told me was, shut up, kid, I work for a living. Yeah, <laughs> go back to playing your video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Ben Mather, show and you, and again, we'll take your phone calls eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. A follow up to a story that we had yesterday. We'll call this one cheesesteak revenge. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. It is a case of cheesesteak revenge. Let's get into this right now. So yesterday, we had a heartfelt message, uh, a call from a guy who in Minnesota. Now, some people are saying that was a fake call. I don't think it was fake, but I, I don't know. Anybody could call a radio station and say whatever they want. But this guy told the tale about how he was in law enforcement. He was in Philadelphia. He's a Viking fan with his wife and his kid there, and they uh, were going to the stadium. He had tickets. He left the hotel. They were on their way to the stadium, and it was so ridiculous the so rambunctious, the crowd there, the beast-like fans of the Philadelphia Eagles that uh, these ogres chased the family back to their hotel, and they were, you know, the Eagle fans. He said were uh, threatening to rape his wife, and they were throwing batteries, and it was a big mess. Right now, again, that's that's his story. I don't know. Maybe he made the whole thing up. Uh, there's a lot of stories just like that that are out there from Viking fans that were in Philadelphia. Well, now the other shoe could drop on the hoodlums from Philadelphia masquerading as Eagle fans. Uh, there's a grassroots movement. Have you heard about this, Eddie? There's a grassroots movement. No, I have not heard about this. In uh, Minnesota to get back at the Eagle fans, uh, the, the Viking fans. Now, I'm not sure how organized this is, uh, but it is certainly uh, it's, it's great revenge. I hope it happens. I think it would be wonderful. Uh, and I like the plot. I like the plot. Uh, it's payback against the cheesesteak-loving Philadelphia Eagle Neanderthal fan base. 
Uh, and so the, here's the way the plan will work. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, several layers to this. The one that's gotten the most attention is our good friends in Minnesota. Uh, they will sign up to drive Uber for Super Bowl week. And then what they'll do is when somebody gets in their Uber who's an Eagle fan, they will then take them to a different location than their Uber drop-off point supposed to be, leaving them in the middle of nowhere, leaving them just in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota out in the cold. So that's, that's layer number one. And so you know, several people, now I don't know how many of these people are actually being truthful, but uh, several people have jumped on this movement uh, to get back at the Eagle fans by doing this, which you, you could do it, but you could only do it like once or twice each person, right? Because once Uber finds out that you're not actually doing what you said you were going to do, they'll, they'll dump you. you you'll get a, a one Uber rating. And then the other one is just any to deny service to people that come into you know restaurants, bars, and cafes. I don't think that's going to work. The reason that's not going to work is because you want to make money. You'd like to take their money. Right. And 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 look, I know you you might disagree with, with uh, me on don't this. Don't defend don't No, def- no, I'm not defending them. Defend I'm just the saying tyrants. not all Eagles fans are jackasses. Now there are, unfortunately it seems like too many that are. But there are there are good Eagles fans. We I know some Eagles fans that they don't act like this, but the point is there's too many that do. And I don't know why it is if they just take pride in being jerks, but uh uh, you know, I don't. I don't see any like organized way you're going to be able to get back at. Oh, you could. You get don't back, even, you don't even know that you're getting back at them. You know it doesn't I mean? matter. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you get back at them or not. It doesn't. I like that. I hope these uh, people sign up for Uber and Lyft and then drop the Eagles fans off in Siberia and let them figure out. What how if? To... What if they're they're good Eagles fans? What if they're doesn't not matter. jerks? So they're you want Eagle just, fans. just so guilt, any Eagle guilt, fan to you is a, is a sewer rat. Guilt by association. Yeah, that That's what sense. happens. Yeah. Guilt by association. I'm trying to think. I was trying to think of some other ways when I was driving in here, making the long drive. Like, what are some other ways that the Viking fans could get back at Eagle fans that would be plausibly legal? Right. You don't want to end up getting a citation from law enforcement. Uh, maybe the, the the politicians. How about this? The politicians could not sell batteries that week. No battery sales in minutes. Uh, that sounds like a good option. Yeah. Well, because they they use these as projectiles against women and children. You know, that's what the, that's what these uh, savage beasts, these undomesticated animals, do. These Philadelphia Eagle fans. They should be out in the wildlife somewhere. Is what these people should be. Some of doing. them should be. Yes, but not all. Of them. Some of them. Why do you go? Some of them. Did you see the videos I saw? I Are you did, watching yes. the same videos I'm watching? Because here? I go these to varmints. games. I don't. I'm not. You know, guy that just goes up in the press box like some people. I actually sit in the stands and amongst the people. I know you're, you're the same guy that thinks regular people go to the Super Bowl. So I don't know what you're doing well, when I've, you go I've, to these games. Well, I've been to the Super Bowl and you yeah, haven't. That, so that's I, I think I would probably know better than you. I but, think uh, I would actually know better than you if you really? if you think based on what average firsthand experience. Just simple economics. Simple economics of how much a Super Bowl ticket costs at five grand that your normal Joe is not going to the Super Bowl, but you can live in your bubble and think, well, I saw people, they look like normal fans. That's your normal And they acted like your, normal fans. Your so normal hardworking security guard working the third shift. I don't know who they are. All the I know is they were they acted and they cheered yeah. and they reacted just like Again, any other normal fan. I'll, I'll look at the economics of how much it costs to go to okay. the Super Bowl you, and you, you will that. say, well, I'll, they I'll, look like they're regular people. Yes, I'm sure the the regular guy making thirty grand a year is going to the Super Bowl. Exactly. I'm sure the people listening will trust me over you because I've been there. I don't believe they will. 
I think people and, say, and and because I sit in the stands all the time, I know that most. Yes, you're a Charger most, fan. You are right. You most go to, fans, you go to Charger games. You're a Charger fan. Most you go fans to LA are good games. fans. Most fans are and, good fans, but there are that element but, of jackass. But really, when you're a Charger fan, you're just going to a bunch of road games because they don't have any cha- fans of the Chargers. So you're just surrounded and, and by that's, fans. But of that's the other even team. that's even more of an example. No, it's of not. I am at uh, games where you've got more visiting fans. What do you want a cookie? The same. When you like a cookie, I'm, Eddie, because you go to games. I would love a cookie. Do you have any delicious cookies? Yes, we'll get you a delicious. Just cookie, Eddie. Thank you. I, you would, like? I would enjoy you're that. Like, you're like LeBron. You, you know what you are? You're like LeBron James. You humble oh, I'm bra- one of the greatest of all time? You're, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're humble bragging is what you are. You I'm like, not. I'm, I'm no, not you bragging. Are, you absolutely I'm, are humble bragging. I'm telling you, you that are, I, you have ex- I have firsthand the, experience in this. You're doing it again. You're doing it again. And you don't. So if I, I'm going to believe someone, <laughs> let me ask you this: If, I, if someone's talking about are, going to New are, York, you are would so I believe close. someone who's been to New York or someone who just it, thinks it, he knows what it's uh, like to again, go to New on York? On this one, you don't seem to understand the logic of economics and how much a ticket costs and how much people make the average person. It's it's beyond. You just over your head. I don't know yes, why it's so only your head. multimillionaires I, I attend the Super Bowl. I don't understand that, but uh, again, I'm not talking. About, I didn't say that Eddie at all. It I, sounds like what I you're didn't saying. I didn't say that at all. I just said the normal person's not going. You seem to think they do go. I say no. My, based you, on my your, firsthand experience, your, your that's, defense, my, that's my belief. And I would question your uh, your ability to uh, observe if that's what you're saying. I, I would think you're, well, you you're can, wrong. You can do what you want, but I've been there I and you just, haven't, and I that's just, a fact. Again, a humble brag by Eddie It's Tuxina. not a humble brag. It's, it's a, a fact. Brag. Yes, and you paid for that ticket, Eddie. No, I didn't. Yes, the company paid for you to go. Yes, they you did. You didn't they pay paid, to go. Matter of fact, they you paid for me to go. If they I, gave if, me money to go. the cheap people that work at this company paid for me to go, I would go also. They don't. I've been here 20 years. I'm I've never sure gone. you would. And then maybe you could have a real opinion on what it's like to be in this I, I, I during don't the need, Super Bowl. But here's the thing. Again, I don't need to go there to know. You don't need ticket, to go there to have an opinion, but your making, opinion is based on if, what? If someone's making $40,000 a year and to take four people, a family of four, to a Super Bowl, I didn't that's say people were taking their families. $20,000, Eddie. That's $20,000. I didn't see a lot of little kids running around, so it's not about. It's, it you, was. You, you do the math. It's $20,000. 30, 40 year old men, $20, mostly. $20,000. Yeah. All right. Anyway, you live in your little bubble over there. I'll your live little, in reality. You little, can live in your, your what you think is right. Humble brag shoebox. All right. It's the uh, the Ben Mather show. We'll take your phone calls uh, if you'd like to be part. Right now, though, uh, Mister I'm Great. I've been to the Super Bowl. I know everything, Eddie Garcia. Yeah. Thank you, Mister. I've never been, and I don't know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes. I do know not about economics, though, Eddie. You should learn about that. I'm sure you do with your house underwater or whatever it is. In the NBA, we had five games on the schedule with the Spurs beating the Cavaliers 114 to 102. LeBron James. James, 28 points, and he becomes the seventh player and youngest player ever to reach 30,000 points in his NBA career, breaking the old mark held by Kobe Bryant. Cleveland, though, has lost six of seven and 11 of its last 15 games. Lakers edge the Celtics 108-107. Boston, the top team in the East, has lost the season high four in a row. Warriors over the Knicks 123-112. Golden State's an NBA best 38-10. Steph Curry, 32 points to lead him to victory. Thunder get a Russell Westbrook layup with three seconds to go to edge the Nets 109-108. Westbrook finished with 32 points. And the Kings down the Magic 105-99. College basketball games of note. Top-ranked Villanova, no trouble, beating Providence 89-69. Number two, Virginia beats up on 18th-ranked Clemson 61-36. And number 12, Oklahoma took care of 5th-ranked Kansas 85-80. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, let's get more Super Bowl talk here, at least uh, 
kind of a meaningless note on this, but the Patriots. Nev- Eddie, let me tell you something about broadcasting. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't want to humble brag. No, you would never do that. when you're about to say something on the radio, I don't know it's a good idea to say it's meaningless. It might be, a, a I don't know, an, a, a sign for the listener to tune out, maybe? Possibly? I'm sure they tuned out a long time ago listening to well, you. when you talk, but, but the you Patriots, would like to humble brag about anything else. The Patriots have chosen to wear white uniforms yes, for the Super Bowl. I did a whole Maller monologue on that earlier. Philadelphia Eagles. Thanks for listening. I appreciate that. Very the, nice of you. New England 3-0 and in the Super Bowl in their white uniforms. Yes, Win coached exciting. by Bill Belichick. Of course, yes. Uh, 12 of the last 13 winners in the Super Bowl yeah. have worn white jerseys. Yeah, that uh, means absolutely nothing. But I did uh, do a whole monologue about uh, another man's clothing, the uh, the Patriot players wearing their clothing. Of course, uh, it's like a coin flip. It's a, If it's a 50-50 proposition, it's the, the law of probability. Uh, and if you look at that, you say, well, if you take a, hundred, a block of 100 years, it doesn't matter. As I as I, I pointed out, I'll point it out again here, that the Patriots could show up and wear pink polka dot pajamas. If they play better, they're going to win the game. Well, you're a degenerate gambler. What about trends? You don't you don't like these. That's not a trend. It's not that a I, trend. No, well, no. it is a trend, but it's not a trend I'm going to pay any attention to. Zero. Twelve of the last thirteen. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's great. And uh, you bet all. You should bet all of your money on the Philadelphia Eagles, Eddie, to win the game straight up, not the point spread, not covering the spread, to win the game outright. You should do that. I won't do that. No, you ought to do that. You should. All right. Anyway, it's uh, Ben Maller, and you were coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Jeffrey writes, and he says. There's no doubt that Philly fans are the worst, he says. I went to a Devils-Flyers game in Philly. I was hit with food, drinks, golf balls, trash, and was punched while walking to the bathroom. Even the kids were yelling at me. Uh, that's from Jeffrey. Yeah, I had my own experience with the uh, the Neanderthal Eagle fans. They were playing the Rams. I was at that game. I was sitting in the auxiliary press box, which just is in the crowd. Uh, and, and there was a couple of Eagle fans that just wanted to move in, and so they didn't have any place to put their beer, so they decided, I'll put the beer right in front of Ben because uh, he won't mind. And it was so – and they were, it was so that, – that, that fly Eagles fly chant uh, is going to be so much fun when they lose in the Super Bowl. It'll be very enjoyable. All right, we have a golden ticket, so I better shut up now because Anthony in Anaheim is cashing his golden ticket, and he – is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Anthony. Because I've got a golden ticket. Benny, 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 you are so wrong. Edmund Effin Garcia is so right. He would know. He's As you yes, the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, our, he's our, been there. Our, why would our, I? Why would you ask? Our king, make, our king, hey, hey, uh, king of uh, king of pot smoking, checking in to back up Eddie. Yes. That's oh, correct. taking a shot That's at the his no, I'm just recreational activities. Anthony's so high right now; he doesn't even know what he's doing. He, he, I'm sure I, if I'm he agreed with you, you'd be talking about I'm surprised what a, how smart he, was, he was. I'm surprised he was able to call in. Cheap shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to? You want to disagree, Eddie? I mean, you want? Am I? Am I not correct on this? I believe I'm. You accurate. sit there and you, and you tell Eddie that he's wrong. Yes, I, 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 I believe I, I believe I made more of a case. More of a case. Then Eddie, well, I've been there, so I know. Okay, I know. Sure. Well, he would. Crazy that makes idea. no sense. Why would you, know, you do this? Like are, asking somebody's opinion. Say, there are. Hey, what did there you are. Do when you were there? Uh, your phone sucks. Uh, there are doctors that have given birth, right? Uh, as far as you know, they've they've ta- they've they've given the birth of a child. They've they've overseen pregnancies and what. They've never been pregnant, but yet they are able to know what it takes 
through the delivery process. Because they've been there delivering babies, but they've never been pregnant, Eddie. They've never what? had a what? They've never had a baby that's a pop out analogy. of them. Well, it's the same thing. It's not at all. Yeah, it is exactly the same thing. Again, you don't understand simple math. You live in a bubble. Your company sent you to the Super Bowl, and you think everyone else there, everyone else is like you somehow, or something like that. I mean, it's a to- you it's sound like a total simple observation. It's not you, that difficult. You sound so bad. I, I don't yeah. even think the cool thing about it is, and I like you to continue. You don't even realize. Oh, I, will. I will continue. You, to you don't speak even realize how horrific you sound to the common man. Uh, yeah, you don't. You don't even realize it. And it's the, I, I that's sound the horrific thing. to the like common man by else, saying that they have gone to the Super Bowl. No, that they the common man the Super Bowl by design, Eddie. I don't know if you can. This is probably too much for you. By design, it's not for the common. It's designed on television for the regular person. It's not. Yeah. It's a a one percenters party. So the Super Bowl, that's the, the way World it's Series, set up. Not the World Series. No, no, no. That's just, different. No one goes. That's but different. The, no, I didn't say Uber the or rich. Series, the World Series. And the the other championship rounds because there's more games. The Super Bowl is a one time standalone event, and therefore the way it's set up, it's not about the regular person. It's not. That's not what the NFL wants. They don't want it. Now you can continue to brag all you want, but that's the reality. It's not bragging. Of it. It's just it's pointing out the, an observation. Bragging. You're you're. A, it's a humble brag, and everyone who humble brags is a douche. And you too what, what are happened? a what, what happened to you today? Did somebody like Nothing. cut you off in traffic or something? Nothing happened. I'm just merely pointing out the obvious to the listener. Yeah. The person listening right now is agreeing with me saying, boy, that, that Eddie, as, I don't know as, what's going well, on with him. Case in point, our first caller. Yes, the uh, weed-smoking Anthony uh, and I was uh, 10 sheets to the wind. Uh, let's go to Mark in Fargo, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Mark. Hey, Ben. Hello, Mark. Hey, if you, if you can get tickets for 2500 bucks a piece, you should have bought a whole bunch of them. Yeah, well, Eddie, Eddie will hook you up. He, you know, he's a humble. He's the humble guy over there. He knows where to get those tickets pretty cheap. Yeah, he'll hook well, you I'm up, a man. Normal, I'm one of them normal guys that you know said don't go to a Super Bowl, and I bought four tickets for thirty one hundred and eighty five dollars a piece. Wow, you did. Boom, take four, that, Maller. Four tickets. How much do you make a year? What's your yearly salary? About one hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, that, you're not a normal guy if you make one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. I'm a truck driver out of Fargo, the, North Dakota. Wow. Two, 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 two calls, two for two. Mallory's average again, Eddie. The average salary in America is not one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. It's not. You you have said many times in this show the salt of the earth listener and but common man is an truck driver. Listener does not go to the. You're Super not Bowl. an average listener. I trust me. I hear from average listeners all the time. The median salary in America is not one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. If it was, I would agree with you. I would absolutely well, agree with you. That's not I the case. I can't help what other people make. Right, I'm a right. normal guy that go into the Super Bowl. It's once yeah. in a while. You're not, time listen, your, your salary is not an, an average normal set. The average salary, I believe, is somewhere in like the neighborhood of $50,000 or something like that. Actually, and if you make, the normal sandals. Uh, 2016 census is 59000 is the average salary, according to the census, uh, in America. So you're way over. In fact, I would think you're double the average salary, which would not make you the average person. There's another guy that doesn't understand the uh, simple economics. All well, right. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of confused what the argument is 
So if you make I know. Uh, if yes, you make one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, you're not a normal person. Like you, you can't be you're, a real legitimate aver- fan you're, of, you're, a, of you're a team. Not, no, you're not an average uh, an average household income. Sure, I that, know this is too much for you. No, 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 I that's, that's, that's fine. You're I right. You can read you can read the average household yes. income, yes. and you'd be right about that. Except okay, what so you're I'm saying right. is that if you make more than the average household income and you can afford to buy tickets to the Super Bowl, you're automatically not yeah. a real fan of of football or a team. You're uh, you're what? Well, I'm telling you that you're the NFL does not want the guy making fifty nine grand to go to the Super Bowl, and they're not going. That's my point. You disagree with that? You think the guy making fifty nine grand is going? Because I don't. I don't see what that has to do with the argument, though. I know it's too nuanced for you. I understand. All right, time just, now just for the on, time now for the the Who Am I game. Here we go. The Who Am I game. Now the NFL draft nerds were all aroused. They were so excited because Josh Allen has really big hands. Uh, his, his hands are just uh, enormous. Who has the biggest hands though in the history? Of the NFL scouting combine. It ain't Josh Allen, the quarterback from Wyoming. Again, uh, the Who Am I game, NFL draft nerds, very excited because Josh Allen's hands, the just enormous for a quarterback. But I have the biggest hands in the history of the records at the NFL scouting combine. Who am I? The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I don't mind Nickelback. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Mr. Wonderful writes and he says, listening to Eddie Garcia think normal average Joe fans can afford a $5,000 Super Bowl ticket is hilarious. Ridiculous, he says. Uh, just Josh's Super Bowl is too rich for my blood. Uh, I am just common folk. It is a better TV product. Uh, he says, Neil says, I think Eddie just argues with you sometimes just to hear himself talk. Uh, you are being logical. Eddie is not. Uh, the Super Bowl is the most for the most uppity members of of society. That's from can't close the deal, uh, Neil. Yeah, listen, uh, we, we know the truth. Even Eddie Deep, he's just doing a bit. Eddie's doing a bit because the NFL's been sued in recent years for violations of the consumer protection law in different states because of price gouging of the Super Bowl. So uh, I think that kind of kind of uh, shows that we're on the right side. Anyway, here's the Who Am I game. Uh, the NFL draft nerds were all excited, very, very excited on Tuesday because Josh Allen, the Wyoming quarterback, uh, he had, he was measured with enormous hands at the NFL's uh, workout uh, there. Where's that going on? Is that in Mobile? Is that where that game is? Uh, but I I have the biggest hands in the history of records kept. Uh, that's, that's according to the NFL scouting combine, not where uh, Josh Allen was. But uh, let's see. Does anyone know the answer here? We're looking around. Uh, we're looking around here. Uh, Andre the Giant, guessed by Rod. The ambassador to Bakersfield, Ron, is going with Spud Webb. Donald Trump, guessed by the real Martin. Uh, let's see. Can't read that. Uh, Gumby Dave is going with Paxton Lynch. Javon Curse from Corey. B.A. Baracus, guessed by Ernie, the great Mr. T. Uh, so you can't read that. Can't read that. Al Bundy, guessed by Marvin, the Michigan man. All right, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? 
Clearly, it's Gary Big Hands Johnson. Gary Big Hands Johnson. Uh, Real NFL player. Uh, no. The uh, correct answer, there's actually a, it's a tie. I would have given you the correct answer on either name. Uh, it's DeForest Buckner, who plays oh, for yeah, the 49ers. Yeah, of course. The great DeForest Buckner. And, and a former NFL lineman, Goster Cherilis, who played for the Tampa Bay wow. Buccaneers out of Haiti. Out of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was uh, also played for the Lions and yeah, the who Colts. Who didn't know that? Yeah, yeah their hands uh, were a, the size of a piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> just like enormous. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Here we go. Time now for the NBA pick em. Who's going first? That would be me. And with my first pick, I'm afraid he always has a bad game after a great one, but I'm going to do it anyway. DeMarcus Cousins. All right, Danny G, you are next up, Danny. I will take his teammate, Anthony Davis. The board has held. Uh, I will go with Carl Anthony Towns. Eddie, the back-to-back. Uh, let's go with James Harden. Top four picks are gone. And uh, let's go with Joel Embiid. All right, you can have Joel Embiid. I will take the Blake effect, Blake Griffin, Danny G. I will then go with Andre Drummond. Drummond is off the board. Koopa Loop, the back-to-back. All right, I will go with Yusuf Nurkic. All right. And uh, Clint Capella. All right, Danny G. He's playing the Hawks, Ben. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, you can do that. He. I hope he's not traded. Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker of the Charlotte Hornets. And with the final pick, Eddie Garcia. Let's go with LaMarcus Aldridge. You sound excited about I'm that. I'm very excited Satisfied about with it. that, yeah? It is the fallout from the NFL coaching carousel coming to an end. John Gruden coaching the Raiders. Well, someone now has to replace John Gruden. And that... Very annoying former Colts and Broncos quarterback is being wooed. Woo! Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate. Quote, well, the NFL coaching carousel coming to a halt uh, halt with a lot of guys you've never heard of, never heard of, who are now head coaches in the NFL. But one of the few that is, is a somewhat household name, John Gruden, because he left the cushy job where he ate Hooters and kissed every player's ass on television. Someone now has to replace him. And it's a name that we are familiar with. It's a name that has haunted many of us over the years here. It's Peyton Manning. It's been a few years since Peyton Manning and his noodle arm were in the middle of the spotlight, but that name has resurfaced, has resurfaced on the NFL radar. Now, it's at the rumor stage, so if you've missed this, you haven't missed much. It's at the rumor stage, but it's not a front office deal. It's not John Gruden to run the Cleveland Browns. They hired somebody else for that. It's not John Gruden to the Tennessee Titans. That ain't happening. Uh, or or uh, Peyton Manning, rather, to the Tennessee Titans. That, but this is about broadcast. And the four-letter network, that small startup in central Connecticut, is going to talk with Peyton Manning about a lavish contract and a role as the lead commentator on Monday Night Football broadcast. So I wanted to talk about this with you. Now, it's a long shot. That Peyton will take the job. It's a long shot. Uh, Monday Night Football is not 
what it was at one point. It's it's diminished considerably. Sunday night football is the jewel of the NFL television broadcast. That is the end all be all. That, that Monday night eh, takes a backseat. You do Monday night football, you are polishing a lot of turds. Uh, you're 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 serving dog food on a regular basis. They get a couple of good Monday night football games a year. But more likely than not, you are going to be seeing a lot of the Chicago Bears and their wrong way offense and teams like that. Now, the question, question is this. Would Peyton Manning actually be a good broadcaster? Would Peyton Manning be a good broadcaster? Let's assume that he took the job. Let's assume that he took the job. I, I will go first on this. My perspective, uh, I don't think he will be. I, I, I would say annoying, guarded, and dull, those three things, if you could line them all up, and I will link them together for you uh, like Legos. I will stack them up and line them up and, and the whole thing. But but we'll begin with A. Peyton Manning is the swell, golly gee whiz pitch man. That's what he is now. He sells you stuff you don't need on television. He sells you pizza that you probably shouldn't be eating. It's against your diet. Uh, and other items, right? And, and so, in his delivery, can you imagine on television for three hours listening to that? That would be torture, is what that would be, right? Now, in small doses, people seem to find Peyton Manning amusing and refreshing, and I, I understand. But three and a half hours of an NFL broadcast each week, you would want to throw the remote control at the television. It'd be so annoying. You got slick balls. Yeah, and you know Peyton Manning. Here's the deal: he's a big enough star that we've we've seen this in the past. Peyton could speak incoherent gibberish, and still would be fond all over. Like he's at that level. Peyton could play tiddlywinks, and the psycho fans would, would the psycho fans would, would would praise him. They would celebrate him for his competitive spirit on the broadcast. They would say how great he is. And there's an illness, and a lot of people have this. I work with some people that have this. It's called celebrity worship syndrome. Celebrity worship syndrome. And it's an obsessive, addictive disorder where people just become obsessed with celebrity and the, the, the people that they worship here. And Peyton Manning's at the top of a lot of people's list. Now, what makes a good broadcaster? The second part of this. So you might have a different list than I have. On my list, on my list of what makes a good broadcaster, you have to be unencumbered. You have to be unafraid. Peyton Manning does not strike me as either one of those things. He is guarded. He is also Peyton Manning beholden to his corporate partners. You can't shoot from the hip if you're Peyton Manning. You can't. Why? Obvious reasons, because your car insurance company your your car endorser. Mike. Let's go, insurance adjusters. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, they'd be upset with you, right? You know, you, Peyton says the wrong thing, and next thing you know is like they're, you're, you're calling you up, busting your balls. What are you doing, Peyton? It's a bad job by you. Shame on you. And, 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 and so my position has been most athletes, not all but most, and I, when I say most, I'm going over 90%. And over 95% blow as broadcasters. They suck. Uh, they Now, there's, they're still part of the fraternity. That's why. They're still part of the fraternal order of their athletic leagues. They're, baseball players don't want to step on any toes in baseball. And, and, and so because of that, because you're still part of that, 
the jockocracy is a plague on sports TV. Now, right now, by using Mallard Math, by my calculation, there is only one former player that has been able to break the glass ceiling of the jockocracy. A former player that is able to freshly say whatever he wants. He's not worried about the pushback. He's not worried about people calling him up, giving him a hard time. Now, you know who I'm talking about, right? You know, I didn't even have to say the name here. You know exactly who I'm talking about. That's right, Charles Barkley. That's it. Charles Barkley is the only one. Charles Barkley steps on a lot of players in the NBA. They get upset with him. They, they say nasty things. Oh, you're just a clown, Charles. You're the jester, and they make fun of him, and they goof on him. But he continues to say things that other NBA broadcasters will not say, mainly because they, they're worried about offending people in the fraternity. Peyton Manning could not hold Charles Barkley's jelly donut when it comes to being a sportscaster, and I see no evidence to the contrary that, that, that I would be wrong on that uh, at all. Now, the, the last thing, the parting shot on this, Peyton Manning, it's a long shot, but he's the kind of guy that the, the four-letter network in Connecticut loves. They love this because he's a big name, and as I've just highlighted and underlined, he's safe. And it doesn't necessarily matter if you're boring and dull when you're a big-name athlete. You've got a high Q rating. And so the fact that you're not good, that doesn't matter. That's secondary. TV executives, as a general rule, the people that make the hiring decisions at television networks are fanboys, they're jock sniffers, and they're star efforts. Uh, that's who they are. They, they're like Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the same way. He's a jock sniffer and a star effort. They, they love the big name. Can't get enough of the big name. And they are convinced, and maybe the data backs this up, that pe- people are dopes and they will watch no matter what. Uh, and and I, I would say in general, there's not anyone that you go out of your way, at least for me, that I go out of my way and say, I really want to watch that game because blank is calling the game. I, it just doesn't exist. It doesn't. Now, it could be more enjoyable. Like for me, uh, when Al Michaels is calling a game, I, it feels like a bigger game. When you know, Back in the day, when Keith Jackson called a college football game, it felt like it had more meaning. Uh, Al, you know, Al Michaels is the guy now. Brent Musburger had that for a while when he was doing it. Uh, but that's that's it. I mean, Joe Buck doesn't pretty good job but I don't do I when I watch Joe Buck do a game do I think well this is a bigger game because Joe Buck no I don't I don't and you know Jim Nance and his photos of burnt toast no I don't uh but maybe you do maybe you do maybe you're in that and as far as like the color commentator that adds the flavor to the broadcast uh, the, the the other big media story was involving A-Rod and he's going to do the Sunday night baseball games and A-Rod's a, a competent broadcaster but he also is still part of it he doesn't want to you want to go too far even though he would be the perfect guy to go too far because he's already dabbled in all kinds of shady activity back in the day when he was playing baseball all right so the ben maller show on fox you want to comment on any of this you are more than welcome to do it you can give us a buzz and the number is 877-99 on fox 877 877- 
877-996-6369 if you would like to be a part of the show. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Uh, right there. Now, if my yeah. memory serves me correctly, right. and it may not. Okay. Uh, right. You were not real big on Romo, your boy, being a broadcaster. Yeah. That's kind of worked out. I mean, he's not what you're looking for. He's not yeah, ripping he, anybody except for maybe Deion Sanders that one time. He got off but, to uh, a good start, but he, uh, there was just a lot of odd sound bites, like noises that he made. Yeah, it sounded like he was having well, an orgasm while he was doing the game. Some people like that, and I could see some people not liking that. I think You know what happened? Some executive at CBS said, boy, this is really good. Keep making those sound effects, man. That's great. No, the, well, millennial, I, I, the millennials I, I, love it, and so Tony's like, "Okay." I don't know about the millennials. Bang, but... boom! He's like trying to do a cheap John Madden. Uh, I, I think he's trying to show his enthusiasm for the game, and I think sometimes that comes across okay, like kind of being a showing that he's still a fan of football and that he really loves football. But there are other times when it's just a little bit too much, too. So I'm kind of torn on it. I know my wife was a big fan of it. She's like, "Oh, listen to him. He's having such a good time." I'm like, okay. "Yeah." That worked for a few weeks, but then Tony, as the season's gone on, he's you know he didn't quite hit the uh, hit the fastball as often as he did early in the year. But I also don't see Peyton Manning being that. I mean, he's not going to be up there, you know, making sounds and joking, and uh, he's going to the, the only be reason, very serious about it. And he certainly isn't going to be too critical of anyone. I don't think. No, no, he'll be a bore. He'll be a dullard. But the only reason Peyton would do it is because he has to continue. You know, you want to get the spot. You want to keep the sponsors happy. You got to be out there. You got to be in the public eye all the time, right? And you, well, that would certainly do it. Yeah, that would be a, a prime position for him to get some some attention because I know he needs the attention. Plus, I what know. else is he doing? Honestly, I mean, he's not running his pizza chains, is he? I mean, he's. You don't think he's running his Papa John's prob- making I don't the, know. Large, maybe, maybe, the maybe large he's- pepperoni? <laughs> Maybe he's back there throwing up the dough. Do they even you know? do that at Papa John's, or is it all they don't even throw it up? I, I, honestly, I, I, I don't I've know. never been in a Papa John's. You've so never? Had, I've had Papa John's. I've before. had it like a you know at like a you know you go to someone's house and they're having that's what they're having. But yeah. I've never or I've never ordered it before. Like people, there's some people that really hate Papa John's. I don't hate it. I it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. It's you know, it's, it tastes uh, like all the others to me. I don't. It doesn't seem like it tastes that much different. Am I wrong? Uh, I think it's ch- cheap pizza, but that there's nothing wrong it's with that. Fast food pizza. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's supposed uh, exactly. to be. Yeah, you're not getting a. There's, a, you know, but I'd rather have that than the. Uh, there's a there's a pizza place right down the street here that's a high end pizza place. Oh yeah, and it, they give you a giant pie which I is like hate thirty bucks, too. and it's like we, five. We'll look, something we agree it's on. It's like six slices, and it's gone. You know, a bunch of animals that work here. By they the way, they always get that they, too. It, I don't know so why. Annoying. It's so annoying. It's just yeah, it's bad. You know, and it's like the old uh, the old line from the late Yogi Bear. You cut it into smaller slices. So, you know what I mean? It, we need more slices. Anyway, all right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take some phone calls. Uh, let's take a call real quick. We have some time right now. Let's go to Matt, who's in Southern California. Hello, Matt. Hey, Ben. Yeah, yeah. this is the part. This is the I've done the big introduction, Matt. And now Hello? this is your... Your time to shine. You are in the marquee. You are on the radio. You're a renaissance man. Let's see what you got. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about the Eagles bashing that you've been doing. Uh, not, not, to... uh, not bashing. Uh-huh. Accurate reporting would be the way I would, I would frame it. Not bashing. Accurate. Just merely well, reporting what I see. You need to listen to Eddie because he's the majority of them, you might say, Okay, they do bad things, but you can't lump all Eagles fans into 
the whole I can't. Whole bag. In fact, I've already done it. I've already done it. So it's too late. I've already done <laughs> so it. Wait, wait. Hold you're, on, hold on. I, I've so already I'm, pointed out my position on Eagle fans. Okay. So I'm, I'm 32 years old, and I'm, I'm labeled as the person that was throwing snowballs at Santa. I'm labeled as no, the guy that I didn't bring that up. No, you're, you're, you're the guy that punched, I'm, you're the, I'm guy that punched the, the horse. You punched the horse, at, yes. At, at Mikings, right? Yes, you punched, yeah, you punched the horse. It, you, uh, wanted was, to rape <laughs> female Viking fans, threw batteries oh, at man. kids, and punched horses. That's you. Well, How does it that, feel? Does it actually, feel good? I was actually sitting in front of my, in front of my TV with my four-year-old cheering for my, fa- or for my Eagles with two non-alcoholic beverages. I really? know, I know that's not like Eagles fans. Beverages. It's, it's that's crazy. a bad job know, by you. You got to go back to South Philly and you, know, you got to start lighting <laughs> stuff on fire. That's what you got to do, what man. That's like saying that all good cops commit racial injustices. Like yes, you're, very you're similar. Yes, very similar. We're right? very similar. Very, very right? similar Correct? comparison, Matt. Guilty by very similar. Yes. How about, how about you? How about you defend, Matt? How about you defend your boorish? I'm not cutting you off, Matt. Defend, defend, defend. what you said. Defend the hundreds of videos. That's like saying defend, that all bad cops that who commit defend your guys. Defend all good cops, and that means that they're bad. Again, that's it. Hold on. They wait. They wear the uniform. Do you know what? Do you know what a non? I'm not talking about police, Matt. I'm talking about. I am talking, Matt. See, Matt. I'm not talking. All right, listen. You have an agenda about racial injustice. Go give it to somebody else. I want to hear your crap. All right. Let me explain something to you. Okay. Be very clear. That's called a non sequitur. That's what guys like Danny G do with the red herrings. We're talking about Philadelphia Eagle fans. If you think it's okay to throw batteries at people and chuck beers at them because they're wearing different colored uniforms and you think that that behavior is acceptable, these people raised by wolves, that's on you. That's not on me. I'm not talking about police officers here. I'm not talking about racial injustice. I do a sports radio show. I'm talking about what I witnessed by Neanderthal beast Philadelphia Eagle fans, undomesticated animals. Uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox. If you would like to be part, we'll take your phone calls. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. And more evidence of an exit in the Alamo. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, a lot of people asking about Blind Scott and Real Talk. Is it going to happen we have yet to hear from Real Talk. He has not checked in on this, but Blind Scott is back on the Ben Maller Show. Hello, Blind Scott. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, you know, you can't be a caller of the year and, and listen to a podcast, but, it, you know, it's my fault for not showing up the first time, so I, if he can't make it, he can't make it, but I can still insult him on the show. Danny, can you play me a little music behind my call here for a second? Oh, he'd like I you to dress want, up. Danny, yeah, can you dress I up did, the call here? Yeah, he'd like you, you to dress up music. the call. I, I yeah. Just, I got to try something here, you know. I just uh, I have an idea. I think the listeners might love it. It might just win me something, you know. You, you have okay. any time to put that on? Uh, well, we'll see what we, we got, can do here. Yes, we got uh, Kramer here too, and um, I love that. Hey, everybody! It's the Black Woo! 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 Yeah! <laughs> 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 We're the best! 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you sound like the caller of the year, the two-time caller of the I'm year. I'm applauding you, Blind you Scott. Sound that's something just Ben like, normally uh, does. I'm applauding well, you. Well, no, that's, uh, listen, Eddie, that's me applauding. That's not you applauding. Uh, of course, uh, yes. We don't need a verbal on if I keep calling it with these hot sports calls, but I'll, I'll be ready for it. I understand that uh, Real Talk did win the verbal walking but that don't make him the best caller. That just, you know, makes him whatever, you know, because I crush it if you get me in the ring with him. Uh, yeah. you know, well, I, we've tried they, that. We've set it up, and something went wrong. I don't know what went wrong. Somebody didn't show up to that fight. I forget yeah. who. I forget who didn't show up. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. unfortunate. Everybody's coming after me all the time. I love that uh, that politically-fueled call there. You know, that guy should keep listening to the show. You know, he should call with another agenda next time. Uh, yeah, I, li- I, I like the agenda callers. Like, uh, let's see, we're talking about Eagle fans. Uh, let's let's talk about social injustice because it's the same thing. I think the Eagle fans are oppressed. I think so. That's why they're acting like lunatics. Well, well here's what's wrong. is That truck driver makes 120000 a year. That's what's wrong with this country. The biggest idiots can afford to go to these games. I don't go to Patriots games. I'm a washed individual. You know, I don't go hung, hang well, out no, with the people. You should be able to go because, according to Eddie, the common man can go. You should be able to oh, go, yeah. Blind Scott. That's what Eddie told me. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's an expert. That's what yeah, he told they're, me. Trying to even keep, they're trying to keep me off the airlines now. I'm done with City Hall. I lost that battle and the sidewalk that's over with. Now I'm after the airlines now. They, well, what, happened? The, the, what happened with City Hall? They just completely shut oh, you down? Oh, there's such thing as like harassment of a public servant. <laughs> you were harassing the mayor of Boston? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was like everybody it was like state reps and members of the board. And then I was per- pointing out like affairs people were having yeah, at City Hall and but corruption. You're, you're blind. You should you should have a pass from that. You're blind Scott though. I mean Yeah, so, yeah, so now I just get a lawyer, you know, and I take personal attacks on businesses that you can't get into. So that's my <laughs> next step. But you know, I, I'm I'm a man of the people. I stand up for the people and I root for the people. And the Patriots are a people's team. They yeah. know how to win Super Bowls. They know how to I remember in two thousand four we played the Eagles. We made a joke out of them. Donovan McNabb threw up all over the field and look at what happened to him after he was a piece of crap type of guy too. Uh, he don't work for Fox, does he? I hope not. But No, I don't think know, he works anywhere now. I think he got in some trouble there. Yeah, I think he's uh, on time out there. Yeah. Yeah, whatever happened with Jeannie, you never updated us on that. Uh, maybe we were still waiting yeah, for we, more. Yeah, uh, Coop, next hour, are we good to go on that, Coop? Are we uh, good with an update, or we have to wait on that? Coop's my producer, so he's the one that has the... Uh, well, but you got any... It depends on how much of an update that you want. We, we, have, we have some updates. We have some updates. All right, all right we'll have... Well, we'll give you as much as we can. I and mean, People have been very generous, and, uh, and you know, that's... We've gotten the money that we need here, so we'll give you the uh, the update. Hey, you know, next, you know what I said up. to Tony? You know what I said to Tony Bruno uh, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl? I was like, hey, you going to go buy this crap? And I sent him a picture of my like hat, my switch. He goes, I don't buy that crap. He said, I don't put money into that. <laughs> now that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he's all about it. i, I got to start trolling him on Twitter. Me and him go way back. To, wow, yeah, to, Tony's a, Tony's a legend. You know, he kicked, me, he kicked me off the show, and that's how I started listening to your show. He said, call him to this show. And look, he don't even work. I don't even think he's on the radio anymore. Anyway. No, nah, he does like a podcast or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's got a podcast. All right, well, Blind Scott, very good there, and we, we will await. We'll let you know as soon as we find out from Real Talk. We can't hey, wait. Listen, That'd be wonderful. Just marvelous. Anytime, anywhere. I'll give him my phone number. We'll do it anywhere, anytime. I'm <laughs> well, ready. It's got to be on the radio. I don't want you guys to do it on a on a chat line. Who the hell cares about that? I don't, I don't want a chat oh, line. Oh, hey, I got, yeah. you know, I got the, this is the best pickup line for ladies. You just tell them you can't remember their face. Your family's face anymore, and that's how the ladies they fall. I got all the blind pickup lines going now. I'm, I'm, no, no. What's I'm so really, you you you're going up to a woman, and what's your line? What's your pickup line? Well, I say I can't even remember what my family looks like anymore, and then that really that just pulls them right in. Oh, they're <laughs> <laughs> That actually that actually works. 
<laughs> yeah, you just describe you describe how they smell. You go, I just love how a woman smells. Ah. I don't even care what they look like. But you know yeah. what? You can smell like real tech's probably one of those people that don't shine them. I probably be smelling it. Uh, all, all, right, all right, all right, thank you. Uh, thank you, Blinds. Give me like seven minutes of airtime. There he goes, uh, Blind Scott. Where he goes, <laughs> no one knows. Pickup lines weren't creepy at all. But no. no, he's playing the sympathy card. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. You got to play with Coop. You need to buy some sunglasses. <laughs> yes. Get a dog and a cane. No, in life, you have to give <laughs> whatever you've got. You've got to play it to your advantage there. Like, I don't even think he realized that when he asked for music, I gave him circus music. I think it actually worked well, Danny, for what he was doing, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. We will have Maller to the third degree. We'll get to that here in a couple minutes. Right now, Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we had five games in the NBA last night, highlighted by the Spurs beating the Cavaliers 114-102. to LeBron James had 28 points in the loss and in the process became the seventh player and the youngest player ever to reach the 30,000-point mark. Kobe Bryant had the record previously. Cleveland, though, has lost 6 of 7 and 11 of its last 15 games. Lakers edged the Celtics 108-107. Boston, the top team in the East, has now lost season I four in a row. Warriors are the top team in the NBA. They're now 38-10 after beating the Knicks 123-112. Steph Curry, 32 points in the latest win for Golden State. Thunder get by the Nets 109-108. Russell Westbrook with a layup with three seconds to go. Uh, that's the game-winning bucket, and he finished with 32 points. And the Kings down the Magic 105 to 99. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, more in the NBA where the reserves have been named for the upcoming All-Star game, which I've been told is here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, in the oh, East. That's great. Are the players going to actually show up to the game? Uh, well, I think these guys will. Uh, okay. Bradley Beal and John Wall, the Wizards. Al oh, Horford John of the Celtics. Wall. Kevin Love of the Cavaliers. The much maligned Kevin Love. Nice. Uh, Kyle Lowry of the Raptors. Chris Tapps, Porzingis of the Knicks, and Victor Oladipo of the Magic. In the West, you got Clay Thompson and Draymond Green of the Warriors, Russell Westbrook of the Thunder, LaMarcus Aldridge of the Spurs, Carl Anthony Towns, and Jimmy Butler of the Timberwolves, and Damian Lillard of the Trailblazers were yeah. selected. Well, there's all you forgot. You know, the, the one they made the big mistake the, was... The snubs? You're going to give me the snub list well, here? No, only one. There's only one snub. Sweet right. Lou. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Lou Williams should have been an All-Star. So, I'm not watching... He, he just fact, coincidentally plays for your Clippers. I'm not watching the All-Star game because he's not on the All-Star team, so I've decided to take a, a boycott. I'm going to boycott. I'm going to sit out the All-Star game in the NBA. Just like the players sit out playing defense in the All-Star game, uh, I am going to sit out the All-Star game to defend my friend Lou. So if Lou Williams is not in the All-Star game, I I ain't watching. It's a a very, you know, I hope that several players on the West get hurt so Lou can be Uh, named as an injury replacement. I'm praying they get hurt. Now they're doing the the kind of fantasy draft with LeBron and Steph Curry picking the teams. That won't suck. Now the NHL did this a while back to try and, you know, drum up interest in the All-Star game. And they had, they made it a TV show. They had a live draft with the guys actually picking the players who were sitting there. I was surprised to see the NBA is not doing this. It's a secret draft, so no one will get their feelings hurt. Well, they uh, are so delicate you, little flowers. You aren't going to find out who was the last guy picked. <laughs> uh, that, that, That's disappointing. Yeah, listen, that, that helps feed the narrative of the uh, the NBA players, and they, they don't they don't want their feelings hurt. They don't need to. They, they, otherwise, they got to get a blankie. They don't want to have to get a blankie if their feelings are hurt. There, that would be a big problem for them. So, anyway, so uh, Ben Maller and you were hanging out here. On Fox Sports Radio, it's good to have you hanging out with us. Late night, you like the show, tell a friend. We're here all night. 
Uh, and, and you can uh, can check in on the on the phones and Twitter and all that. We have a bunch of tweets here. Uh, and you can, you can also tell, let me tell you about Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And here's a fun message about Philadelphia Eagle fans. Uh, this comes from Scott, and he forwards a message uh, from a guy who works at W uh, or K uh, K fan rather, not W K fan, uh, and it's from Case Keenum, the Viking quarterback, on how his family was treated in Philadelphia on Sunday night. Keenum said, "Quote: It was tough. I'm not going to tell you any stories. There were some situations that were not good." I'm glad I had some of my friends there to intercede. Uh, it was tough on everyone, not just us on the field. Sodom and Gomorrah with these beasts that are wearing their, their green of the Philadelphia Eagles. Several people pointing out uh, the party of that guy, that the, uh, the agenda guy that called up earlier this hour. Derek says, sounds like a great conference championship party that Eagle fan had hanging with a four-year-old and having exactly two non-alcoholic beverages. Sick party, bro. That is from from Derek. I've never understood the non-alcoholic beverage. And what's the point? Why not just drink like a soda or something? Yeah, I mean, or water. You know, you could do that. There's a yeah, lot of I other things you can drink. I mean, it, a lemonade. it's very odd. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I get it. Uh, Mark says, I am sick of hearing no call, no show Scott every night. I can't can't make the verbal octagon because he's a chicken, but he's been on every night since. Ban the bum. Go! It's from Mark. He's a Michigan State guy. He's had enough of Blind Scott. He's tired of hearing his, his shtick. Uh, Ernie says, what the blank? Blind Scott? Is this Blind Scott fever on the radio? I'm with you all the way against real fake caller who's not a real P1 and never has been. And, and Ben, you never gave him the Jed who fled treatment. No, I didn't. Uh, well, he's a former caller of the year. He, he lost that title. It's kind of like Reggie Bush. We still think of him as a Heisman winner, but he doesn't have the Heisman Trophy anymore. You know, it's the same thing. It's very similar, a very similar comparison. I never thought I would hear Blind Scott and Reggie yeah. Bush compared on the radio, no, but the it has thing. happened. He it had has to, happened. Blind Scott had to give back his call of the year trophy. Reggie Bush had to give back his Heisman. But it doesn't take away from my memory. Of that, just like the Fab Five years ago, before my time, Eddie. But that great Michigan team with Chris I've Weber them, and all those, yeah, you know, Jalen Rose and all those guys. They they had all that erased from the record book. But for those that remember watching, it it's still in your brain, your memory bank. You still remember all those dunks and the sh- the jump shots and all that. Hey, speaking of Jalen Rose, he he's supposedly plugged in in the NBA. At least he likes to think he is. He backs up my Maller theory that Kawhi Leonard is going to be on the trading block for the San Antonio Spurs in a blockbuster, shocking, head-turning transaction. Uh, I said Kawhi Leonard wants out of San Antonio. And he, now the, the theory he had was that Leonard's unhappy because no big-name players want to play in San Antonio. I don't think that's it. Uh, I'm not buying that. That's, that sounds like weak sauce to me, but that's that's his his theory. All right, so Ben Maller show. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time. We bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coupe de Loop. 
Ben, Derek Carr said on Monday that he wants John Gruden to be tough on him. Now, this is after lots of speculation that Gruden's extra critical approach to the quarterback position might not mix well with Carr's personality. Ben, do you expect there to be any Carr-Gruden drama down the line? Yes, I hope there's lots of it. I, I expect it to happen, and we will be here manning the microphones of Fox Sports Radio to chronicle all of it on the Ben Maller Show. Every twist and turn. There's a 99% chance that this is not kumbaya roasting marshmallows around the fire. First of all, as Bill Belichick would say, we are not talking about open-heart surgery here. It is only football. Successful coaches understand. They understand what? They understand the weakness of players, and you got to hide that. Now, Derek Carr showed a lot of weaknesses last year playing quarterback for the Raiders, some of them in the locker room dealing with other players, like shout-out Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, but from Gruden's perspective here, play calling. That is the most important thing John Gruden can provide, calling the right plays that sets up Derek Carr to succeed and, and get back to what he had been very briefly when Carr was an MVP candidate. And secondly, there's no guarantee that Carr and John Gruden are going to assimilate working together smoothly. It's more probable than not that there are going to be some speed bumps along the way. And Carr was essentially like a a, a carpet last year. He was walked on last season. And the questions of whether he was a one-hit wonder, a flash in the pan, have been raised here. If he gets off to a slow start in 2018, the first four weeks of the season, he's playing the way he did last year. It's only going to enhance the noise around the Raiders, and that will reinforce the chatter that Derek Carr was, as I said, a flash in the pan. Next! Pat Shermer was named head coach of the Giants on Monday. Now this will be Shermer's second go-around as a head coach, the first one being in Cleveland. This time's got to go better than the first time, right, Ben? No, no, no. I mean, listen, I, I get that the idea of leaving Cleveland and going to coach the Giants as your next head coaching job is like going from Section 8 housing to the Taj Mahal in comparison if you compare the two teams. But uh, I, I give Pat Shermer a less than 15% chance of succeeding. And when I say succeeding, I say keeping the job for more than four years. That's success. I don't see that happening. A, Shermer is a vanilla ice cream cone. That only works if you're winning big. It only works if you're winning big. And we can bring up Belichick's name again. If Belichick was losing, he was about to be fired before Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Tom Brady came in all those years ago. Unless Shermer becomes a much more engaging person, and we'll see how energetic and enthusiastic he is, I I don't see this being a happy long-term relationship. It's more of a short-term fling with the Giants and Pat Shermer. And B, if you look at the New York Giants, they have a bunch of players on that team that are divas. They showed that last year. Now, they're better football players than the Cleveland Browns that Pat Shermer coached years ago. But you've got Odell Beckham coming off an injury. You've got Elijah Manning, who hasn't exactly aged like Tom Brady. He, He plays often like a dinosaur. And you've got a bunch of guys who have agendas in the locker room, and their agenda is not winning. That's not the top priority for the Giants. There'll be a honeymoon period, very brief honeymoon period. My advice to Pat Shermer is to rent, to not buy a house, to rent a house. Next. 
Now, it's been so long since he's played that some may have forgotten that the uh, Vikings had a rookie that seemed to be emerging as something special. Dalvin Cook was on fire before he suffered an ACL tear early in the season. Yeah. After advancing to jogging this week, Cook said that he thought he could have helped a lot with the uh, postseason run. Ben, do you think a healthy Cook could have made a difference? Yeah, it's nice of him to say that. I'm sure he's got very, very good self-confidence and belief in his ability and all that. But I'm going to go no. Dalvin Cook... Last I checked, is a running back. He's a running back. The Vikings issue were Case Keenum being bad at a time you can't be bad, and mainly on just a lack of overall energy on defense. They just got stomped on the Vikings by the Eagles. The purple people eaters turned Nick Foles into Jesus Christ. It was a pathetic display of football. And number two, the Vikings, the fact that they did not show up in the second half. They just it just had nothing. That, Dalvin Cook wouldn't have changed that. Maybe he would have been a little bit of an, uh, uh, an addition, but no, nah, I'm not. I'm not buying that. Single handedly, would he have kept the Vikings in the game? No way. All right, there it is, Maller to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That's a winner. <laughs> We'll get back to the phone calls here in a moment. Now, the Insta trivia, DeMarcus Cousins is averaging 25 points, 12.9 rebounds, and 5.2 assists per game this season. Now, only five players in NBA history have done that. You might have heard about that over a full season. Blank was the last player to do it. Again, DeMarcus Cousins, he's averaging 25 points, 12.9 rebounds, 5.2 assists, Per game, blank was the last person to do it. Fill in the blank. The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. And he's at UH Bronco Fan. I'm going to have Jamie Ben. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have him, huh? Well, congratulations. Well. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, time now for the Insta Trivia, and here it is. DeMarcus Cousins averaging 25 points a game, almost 13 rebounds, 12.9, and five-plus assists per game this season. Only five players in NBA history have had those numbers over a full season. Blank was the last player to do it. That is the question. What is the answer? El Guapo going with DJ Benga as his answer. Fennis Dembo from the Little Troller. Mike from the LBC misspelling Hakeem Elijahwan. He's wrong. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar guessed by the Palm Desert Rat. Neil can't close the deal. Neil's going with Lamar Odom as his answer. King Kong Bundy from Mr. Wonderful. Zildrunas Ilgaskis from our guy Lamont. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else do we have? Wilt the Stilt from the Happy Bong Toker. A lot of good names here. Ivinson's going with Tim Duncan. Ivinson, you should have gone with a certain Toronto Blue Jay shortstop, Ivinson. Jose, Ooh. Jose, Jose, Jose. Jose Reyes. All right, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I do. It's Festus Azili. The great Festus Azili. Uh, no. The correct answer, Charles Barkley. Hey. 
The last one to do it was the round mound of rebound. Sir Charles, back in the day, it's Elgin Baylor, Oscar Robertson, Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Charles Barkley. Who doesn't belong on that list? Well, Charles Barkley was a wonderful player. Wonderful player back in the day. Barbara is in Norlitz. Our friend Barbara. We love Barbara. Hello, Barbara. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Good morning. Wait, I want to say good morning to Danny. No, you don't. Eddie and... Justin. Now, you just want to good, say good, good morning, morning to me. You don't want to talk to them. You want to talk to me, hey, Barbara. Barbara. Good okay. morning, Barbara. No, no, you don't want to talk to them, Barbara. All right, listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, expect your team cake on Tuesday in your prelims, but I want to leave a message yeah. for Philadelphia and Minnesota fans, okay? Yeah, all right, what's the message? What do you want? All right, yeah. listen to the message. All right, make it quick. Yeah. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Be good to them that hate you. And pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. Yes. That you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. Look, Matthew wow. 5, 44. Look at that, Barbara. Look Thank you, Jesus! That. I want to hug you, Barbara. Look at you. This is, this is appropriate with these Eagle fans. They're a bunch of hoodlums, Barbara, these Eagle fans. <laughs> You know that, Barbara, right? You're laughing, but you know it's true, Barbara. You know it's. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't lie to you, would I? Well, I just said what I said. I I hear you. All right, everything good for you? Everything's all right. Yes, you're good. Yes, I'm good. Ah, she's good, Eddie. Our friend Barbara's good. Wonderful news. Thank you for the gift, Barbara. You're much. You're very kind. We. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, we'll get it before next year's Super Bowl. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you will. You you will get it Tuesday. Uh, you don't know how the mailroom works here at the now, company. Uh, these people yeah. when they deliver is overnight delivery. Oh, overnight! Look yes. at that, man. You spent some bucks on this, Barbara. It doesn't matter. You uh, are right. both. You guys are wonderful. Uh, thank you. That's two of us are good. The other thank two you, not so much. All right, listen, Barbara we, the baller. Yeah, thank you, Barbara. Look at that. What she's a sweetheart. A, she's a high roller. That Barbara, man. That's how she rolls there in the Bayou. That's how she does it there. All right, so so somebody's going to have to go up to the mailroom. And start digging through Coop? all the mail up there. Yeah, we got to do that on Tuesday. There are many reasons to change coaches in the NFL or in any sport, but the main one typically is to win games, right? You want to win games. A gaggle of NFL teams, they went out and changed coaches. The last coaching hire was completed on Tuesday. The doors have closed unless there's a last-minute surprise firing in the NFL, we now know who the 32 coaches are going to be. Let's just say there's not a lot of wow factor. Not a lot of wow factor on this particular list. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You got your scorecard out, right? You're, you got your, your phone. You want to write all this down or type it in your phone. There, there were at the beginning of the, the hiring process or process. Well, actually, it wasn't at the beginning because some of these guys got let go later on. But by my Maller math, there was not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven coaches that changed over in the NFL, the Raiders, Bears, Giants, Lions, Colts, Titans, and Cardinals all making coaching changes in the offseason. 
John Gruden goes to the Raiders. That's the most high-profile coach that uh, was brought in. Matt Nagy is the new head coach of the Chicago Bears. That would be the least – Well, that's a, it, he might not even be the least well-known from Kansas City. Pat Shermer goes to the Giants. Matt Patricia leaves the Patriots, although not yet, to go to the Lions. That's the guy I'm pulling for. We need more fat coaches. Uh, I'm pulling for him. Uh, Josh McDaniels leaves the Patriots to go to the Colts. Not pulling for him. That'll be a debacle. Mike Vrabel goes to the Titans. And the final team on this list, the Cardinals, and they made the announcement. In fact, here it is, the big announcement, their new head coach. Let's see how much excitement. I want to see the level of excitement here from Michael Bidwell. Let's see if he's selling this. Let's listen. I want to hear this. Today, I'm thrilled with Steve Keim, our great general manager, uh, to introduce our head coach, yeah. Steve Wilkes. You Please sure? join me. Oh, they're clapping. Who are all those people clapping? <laughs> all right, I, I don't know who Steve Wilkes is. I, it comes over from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Never heard of him. I know. That's that's the hire. He'll get the standard, standard Maller uh, new hiring for a coach package, which is 30 days. 30 days, uh, and then there's a grace period. After that, there is no grace period. After that, it's uh, you're on your own. Uh, good luck on that. Knock it out of the park. Knock it Because if you don't, it's, it's open season. But, yeah, for 30 days, we'll be good. We'll be mildly good. We'll let you do whatever you want there and your coaching staff and all that. I, I got to hear what this guy sounds like. I don't know much about him. Uh, let's uh, hear from Steve Wilkes. Who is playing the uh, the H card? Let's listen. I'm extremely proud and humbled oh, yeah. to stand here before you today. Humbled. I'm yeah. proud to accept this job as being the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh-huh. I'm extremely humbled because I realize there's only 32 in the whole world, and I'm really? very blessed and thankful for that. Well, there's more jobs than 32 jobs in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Let's point that out. Uh, let's hear one more from this guy, Steve. Wilkes is his name, and uh, let's see. I would assume that you want to kind of model the Cardinals after the the Cleveland Browns of last year. Is that accurate? When you look at coming into a new situation, you always talk about trying to establish a culture. We want to establish a culture of winning. Really? And I want that culture to transcend not only with the players and the coaches, but with everybody in this organization. Everybody, yes. Even the people cleaning the toilets. They have to win when they clean the toilets. They have Those are the most... Impressive, clean toilets. The people that put Crisco on the – oh, that's in Philadelphia. They put the Crisco on the the light post. Well, listen, the big story regarding this, uh, you know, we don't know who this guy is. He's a faceless guy. Maybe he'll become a star. I don't I don't, wouldn't bet on it. But one of the more compelling storylines for the Cardinals involves Larry Fitzgerald. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this, uh, the, the, the Cardinals are off the grid, right? Cardinals are off the grid. Larry Fitzgerald still has not decided whether or not he wants to play next NFL season. Now, Steve Wilkes, the guy you just heard from, uh, at that same news conference said he had a, quote, in-depth conversation, unquote, with Larry Fitzgerald. And now that he's the head coach and all that, they got together. It was just marvelous. Just absolutely wonderful. Uh, and he said that he has not been given word yet, though, whether or not Fitzgerald will actually play football for the Cardinals. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, let's assume the position that Larry Fitzgerald would like to play in the NFL in 2018. Why not? He was very productive with a hodgepodge of quarterbacks. The question is this. 
you are advising Larry Fitzgerald. Should Larry Fitzgerald return to the Cardinals or try to force a trade? Try to force a trade or his release. He's got another year left on his contract. Now, if I'm advising Fitzgerald, and I guess in a way I am, right, I'm, I'm giving him free advice on the radio. I'm a consultant. That's what I do here late at night. I advise these people. I'm a one-man focus group is what I am. My advice is to say hasta la vista to the Valley of the Sun. So you get out of here. I'm gone. Uh, and, and to expand on that, you've got Dead End Street, The Quick Fix, and Glory Road. You got those things and some other things as well. And I'll put them all all together for you. Now, first of all, the Cardinals are not going to be a contender in 2018. Is that an accurate statement? Now, there's a lot of unknowns with the Arizona Cardinals, but what we do know is they've they've got some gaping holes on the roster. Humongous spots of weakness going into the offseason. You know it, I know it, and more importantly, Larry Fitzgerald is aware of it. And this guy, Steve Wilkes, is an unknown. The, the cabinets are nearly empty for the Cardinals. Now, could change? Do they sign Kirk Cousins? Do they trade for Alex Smith? Let's be realistic. I mean, maybe, maybe, but outside of that, it's a dead-end street. And secondly, Larry Fitzgerald... We we know he's been to the Super Bowl before. I mean, it's, it wasn't that long ago the Cardinals were playing in the Super Bowl. So he's been there. He's played in in the big spotlight and all that. He's, he's been there. He's 34 years old. He's got a couple of years left at most. Give him two more years. So you're stuck in a, a cul-de-sac where you can't you can't continue to drive through. You gotta go back around and find a different path here through the corn maze. If you're Larry Fitzgerald. You look to exit. You want another shot. You only got a couple of years left. You're looking at Glory Road. You want to get back under the uh, situation where you're in a high-profile spot. Fitzgerald could force his way out of the Cardinals. Uh, there's either the release or the trade. Uh, I'm relatively confident that the Cardinals would accommodate his wishes, and it's a no-brainer. Now, where would he end up? It's a similar list. We talked about yesterday, Des Bryant. And we advised Des Bryant to not take a pay cut, uh, unsolicited advice, not take a pay cut, and then go out somewhere else and, and, and find a new home outside of Dallas. Well, that list of teams that could use a receiver, it's, this, it's a similar list. You put Seattle on there with Russell Wilson, the Patriots as a wild card with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay. Uh, I'd also throw the Vikings out there, not that they necessarily need Larry Fitzgerald, uh, getting to the NFC Championship game, but he's he's from there. His dad's still hanging out in the Twin Cities, so uh, that that would be the case. And as far as this argument, well, he tarnished his 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 legacy. He left the Cardinals. Shut up! All right, it's a bunch of poppycock. Larry Fitzgerald will always be remembered as a Cardinal, no matter how many different uniforms he plays. And my evidence to prove I'm correct, Jerry Rice is a 49er. He played for the Raiders and a bunch of others. He's bouncing around at the end of his career. Every year he played for a new team at the last couple years. He went to Seattle and he was with Denver in training camp. I don't think he actually played in a regular season game with the Broncos, but he bounced all over the place. But people remember him as a 49er. Emmitt Smith played for the Arizona Cardinals. He's a Dallas Cowboy. You can go on and on. Joe Montana with the Kansas City Chiefs 
but he's a 49er. So it's irrelevant. You, you don't stay in a place because you want people to remember you with that team. They're going to remember you with that team anyway. And the final word on this, playing in those showcase high-profile games, I would think that would be what you're looking for. right? I mean, you could stay with the Cardinals and play out the string in the next couple of years, but if you look at the division and you say, well, outside of Jared Goff just regressing to the point where he was as a rookie, and in LA, and then Seattle, maybe the 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 the, the building comes apart here because of the age with the Seahawks. But you have to think they're going to be hyper aggressive in the off season. The 49ers are convinced that they've found God, the, the Messiah in Jimmy Garoppolo. And so Fitzgerald, you know, you got a bunch of milestones here that he's he's looking at. People go crazy about these these numbers, and I'm not in that camp, but other people get very excited for that. He had a big season this year at 109 catches. It was, I think that was second in the NFL this year. So uh, there will be plenty of plenty of interest if he wants to keep playing. He didn't have to stay in Arizona. Even though he's contractually obligated Larry Fitzgerald to the Cardinals, he could absolutely go somewhere else. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and the NFL has managed to step in it again. Eddie Garcia is here. Edmund Dallas... Steamboat, uh, blah, 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 uh, Willie uh, Garcia. <laughs> Way to sell it. Yeah. that's I'm selling it, man. Yeah. I think yeah. I know what you're going to talk about. I was going to bring it up at the bottom oh, of the hour. Oh, but, uh, if you were like, you know, if you want me to wait, I'll wait. How about I wait? It's the Ben Maller show. We can do whatever well, we no, want. Well, no, if you want to, I will I will wait. We'll see. Is this if, about a, a certain ad that was? Yes. Okay, yes. I will wait then. Okay, I will, will wait. wait. I will save my it's, hot It's take. worth the wait, I think. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such <laughs> impressive radio. You're going to want to wake up the people that are sleeping. That's this is not the number one station anymore, is it? No, it's not. It's uh, number 30 on the list. I think we're number 30. If anyone's seen Floyd Mayweather's father, you might want to contact the uh, the police. Did you is see he that? Missing? Uh, well, no. He's uh, There's a warrant, uh, oh, there's a oh, warrant out for Floyd Mayweather. He's voluntarily Mayweather's missing. A, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask, when are we going to do the NFL book them? When are we doing the NFL book them? Uh, the answer is we don't have a firm date yet. Uh, now, I'd like Sometime to do Sometime after the Super well, Bowl. Well, it's going to be obviously after the Super yeah. Bowl. I, Once the season ends. Yeah. I, I want I, I want to do it earlier, but I, I spent a lot of time researching it, so I don't want to just do it quickly. I, I, there's a lot of numbers I have to go over. I look at arrest records. I look at- You're very scientific yes, about it? Yes, I, I am, because I'm in it to win it. It's what I am. That's that's how I do it. Who won it last year? I don't remember. I'm not worried about last year. I don't live in the past, Eddie. I don't. I, I guess yeah. it wasn't you this, then. This ain't the History Channel. I never got my pizza party. You didn't get your pizza party? No. You want a pizza party tomorrow? We'll have a pizza party. Yeah. You want one tomorrow? We'll have a pizza party. I don't care. We'll have a pizza party. I'm a man of my word. All right. When I, when I, am I the one that has to pay for that? I, I'll pay for it. I don't care. I'll pay for the whole thing. Pizza party. Done. Bam. Done. You want anything else? What else would you like? I would still like my cookie you promised to me in the first hour, if possible. Well, you get it when you go to the Super Bowl, Eddie, with all your common man people that go to the Super Bowl. The regular Joes and Janes that go to the you, Super Bowl. You asked me if I wanted a cookie. I said yes. Oh, by the Still way, no be- cookie. besides the pizza party, it's newbie night tomorrow. Oh, oh my. that's right. What no- a celebration. Oh, my God. We got- Not tomorrow. Thursday is the pizza party. Tomorrow's newbie night. We Why can't-, can't we have both? <laughs> no, we can't have both. Well, maybe tomorrow. How about it? I'll give you it. Depends how much I eat tomorrow. 
We might have it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, if Coop I'm hungry, chime in, yeah, we gotta we gotta know. Well, well yeah, so we I was gonna plan I, well, for I gotta, it. I gotta, exactly. I gotta, I gotta do seven hours of radio. I did it today, and I'm I gotta do it tomorrow. You'll work up so, a powerful hunger with all that radio. That's technically true, but it depends how big a lunch I eat. You know, right, so, I, I'm I mean, into I'm into this uh, <laughs> segment and fasting thing that I'm doing. Yeah, here. we don't care. I I, I eat <laughs> I eat dinner around. 8 p.m. or so. So okay. if, we, if we can find out before then, <laughs> all right, I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll make it with you. I will. I will take a temperature in the room of my stomach. All right, I'll see if my stomach's talking to me, and then I'll let you guys know. And if not tomorrow, we'll do it on you know, Thursday and Friday. Okay, sounds good to me. Anyone now? The people are saying, "I need a genie in Medford update." I need a genie in Medford update. Coop, what is the latest? Do we have an update? What information can we give? There's people have been very generous here. Uh, man, am I overwhelmed. I'm so proud of the Maller Militia. You guys have gone above and beyond. I never thought that we would reach the levels that it's reached. Uh, and it's not its not about us. It's about Jeannie in Medford. It's about what she meant as a caller to our show. We lost Jeannie. Uh, she passed away on Martin Luther King Day. And we've been raising money because she had no relatives. We were her family, and she was estranged from her family. But there is an update, right? We, we've... We've had our private eyes, our, our Maller Militia private eyes have been trying to contact people in the past for Jeannie and Medford's life, and, and so we've made some progress in that area. Is that accurate? Uh, that's right. Uh, T- Tammy has been you know, super helpful with all this. Yeah. She's done a lot of amazing work. She's been um, burning up the phones. Yes, and, and we were able to uh, track down a, a family member. A relative. Uh, yes, okay, yeah. of Jeannie's, and... Um, I believe when it comes to uh, uh, Jeannie's remains, that we will be, uh, we will be, we'll be, we'll be sharing them with uh, with that family member. And uh-huh. uh, also, uh, this is the most uh, pertinent update, which I'm sure the militia will be happy about. Uh, I, I do have a a picture of Jeannie. Yeah, and we're gonna tweet that out. Not yet, though. We're gonna wait nice. a little bit on that, but we'll tweet it out. Um, and we worked hard to find yeah. a, a photo of her that you know. Yeah, it looks good, you know. Right. Yeah, we want you want to remember someone and this is this is of young This was Jeannie in her prime. Yeah, this is, this is young Jeannie. Uh, this is young Jeannie when she was uh, you know, working her magic. She was charming uh, and all <laughs> when the men, she lived in Compton. She had to kick all the men away from her. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when she was living in the mean streets of Compton. I'm bouncing. I lived in Compton. That's right, Jeannie. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah, absolutely. This is like seeing a photo of your parents when they were like young. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, wow, they had a life before me. You know what I mean? It's I like know. you don't think of it that way. You just think of them as your parent or and something. And I looked at this photo and I thought, in that time in Jeannie and Medford's life, she probably had no idea that at some point she'd be a celebrity overnight radio no, caller. not at all. And probably thought, well, I'd never get to that point in my life. I don't want to be at that point in my life. But she did, and she touched a lot of people's lives. People love her. They can't get enough. I hear it all the time. People are very upset. We're all upset. Um, but we'll we'll give you more updates as we get them. But, yeah, today, you know, Tuesday was the cutoff. Today was the day. So we're moving forward with the the process process. Yes, Koopa Loop, is that accurate? Yeah, everything is all uh, handled and taken care of with the the money part of it and all that. Yeah, Yeah, with the with the funeral uh, home director. So okay, so you guys have been great. And and somebody recommended we keep Jeannie's uh, her obituary up forever there's like a way we can do yeah, that if we saw, have money left over yeah there will definitely be uh, uh money left over for that uh i, I saw that same thing it's like uh, 79.99 for... yeah well they really stick you i know right funeral places mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean how hard is it to leave it up i know uh, i mean it's just <laughs> that's just and, and then how can they guarantee that it'll be up forever exactly. like what if somebody buys the funeral yeah. home some well, conglomerate well, and they change the website exactly and in a world i'll be gone within you know you know 90 years or 80 years probably less than that so so who's going to go back and check 150 years from now 
that is say, hey, my relative paid 80 bucks to make sure this is still up. Well, I mean, the Ben Maller podcast will yeah. live on in, in infamy well, that forever. Is correct. That is correct. That is evergreen. And it never dies. So people, yeah. you know, 100 years from now will will hear the episodes about Genie and they'll be like, well, you know what? Yeah. I wonder if they, that obituary just still <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. When when the historians look back and write the legend of the Ben Maller show, they will look back at that fondly. All right, uh, we will take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. War with Mayfield. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive these shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name is still a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. Never go in against a Sicilian... And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Guy says, isn't Steve Wilkes the bodyguard from the Jerry Springer show? Yeah, you can do two things at once. You can protect Jerry Springer and coach an <laughs> NFL team. What's wrong with that? That's what I thought the first time I heard that name, but it's Wilco. Oh, Wilco? Um, oh, it's the same um, thing. He's got his own show, they, doesn't he? Yeah, and they chanted his name, Steve, Steve, Steve. Is that show yeah. still on? The Steve Wilco show? Is that still uh, on? We'll have to check. Well, my sister-in-law was a big fan. That's probably still on. It's probably still on. Uh, there's a story a couple days ago. He was recovering from a car crash. He was in the hospital, Steve Wilco. Man, about that. How much is that guy worth? How much is Jerry Springer's bodyguard worth? He's got his own TV show, his own syndicated TV show. He's got to be worth a ton, right? More than us, that's for sure. Yeah. Let me see. His net worth, yeah, uh, $7 million bucks. Wow. That's Seven million more than bucks. Us. Yeah, a little bit. Combined. Jason in Ottawa's got a golden ticket. Hello, Jason in Ottawa. Because I've got a golden ticket. Ben, can you, Stefan David? Thanks for the freebie uh, yesterday, Ben. That was very nice of you. Well, you earned it. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate that. You know, I've been away. I've uh, been a little sick, still a little sick, dealing with this uh, harsh Canadian weather. Well, we were voted the second best country to live again for the third straight year. So I didn't get a chance to say uh, uh, rest in peace to Jean Medford. Um, I actually had a, a wonderful interaction with her on an Ask Jeannie segment back in 2016. Uh, asked her an inappropriate question, felt bad about it, but I think that's how she would have liked it, Ben. Yeah, I remember that. I, the, uh, the Ask Jeannie bit was very popular. Everyone wanted to talk to her. And, uh, and I, if I remember correctly, uh, she was she was like, I can do that. Or, you know, she was like, I can do it. And we let her. And she did. And it was fun. Absolutely. She, yeah. <laughs> she did a great job. Uh, ben, there's a lot of uh, fighting going on with the Mallard Mercer. So I'm going to stay in my own lane. But I did bring some content to this call, if that's okay. If you, if you, well, I know we, you like we, we don't We don't like content too much because, you know, it, it, it makes us have to focus, you know. Okay. Well, that, that's fair enough. Now, my New Year's resolution for the Ben Mallard Show was to – uh, watch some NBA basketball. You know, there's a lot of time in between the baseball season starting and CFL football. So I thought, okay, I'm going to watch some basketball and give give a take. So Ben, for, well, first of all, I lost two grand on your Clippers last week on a four game parlay. Gutless performance against Utah. What the hell was that all about? They just don't play defense anymore. What? Uh, that was yeah. They, they did not play well against the the Utah. They didn't show up. You, you got to be careful because the Jazz have much like players get the. The Vegas flu, they get the Salt Lake City flu, which is a different kind of flu. 
it's uh, it's a it's a totally different flu, but the results are the same. You don't play well because you're you're in Salt Lake City, and guys don't they don't seem to enjoy going there very much. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah. we're going to mark tape because uh, if Kawhi Leonard gets traded to Portland, I hope you get the credit for uh, for calling it here first. And uh, lastly, Ben, I'm ready to predict next year's NBA champions. So not some weed man hippie Illuminati alien gold, but I'm I'm predicting the Minnesota Tw- Timberwolves. Next year, NBA champions. That's what. That's what. I'm, that's my limited NBA knowledge. Okay, and uh, you're showing your knowledge right here. Your limited knowledge for everyone to uh, to hear. All right, thank you, uh, Jason. There he goes, Jason in Ottawa. Where he goes, no one knows. I need a game show contestant for too much or not enough. We've got Tinderoni tips. We got a jam packed portion of the show. We got Tinderoni tips in a little bit. That'll be live on Periscope. We'll have our bonus feature that we started last week. And uh, what are we calling that? The Bag O' Fun? Is that what we're calling it? Something like that? The uh, Show yeah, and Tell Bag O' Fun? Or yeah, something? it was our uh, Ben Maller Show and Tell. I have brought something in. Oh. Uh, it's in the car. I'm going to go get it here in a minute, Eddie, and uh, I will bring it in. Now, I don't think uh, anyone has seen this before. None of the listeners have seen this. Never seen. I've never shown it to. It's, it's, it's a secret item that very few people have seen. So It's only once in a lifetime to see a Marconi Award in person. That well. You picked up a few of those. I don't show them off. I don't brag. I'm not a braggart. That's not how I live my life. Uh, all, <laughs> all the accolades the people in the radio business have given me for my hard work, my dedication, uh, the blood, sweat, and tears that I provided behind these microphones. I Don't worry. I've been fairly compensated, and I've been given many awards over my career in radio. The business has been very kind to me. Relax. Very, very kind to me. And I've been kind to the business. All right, now we'll get to all that right now, though. Eddie Garcia is here to give you the latest. Eddie. Well, Ben, let's check in on the NBA, where we had five games on the schedule, highlighted by the Spurs taking on the Cavaliers San Antonio with a 114-102 victory over Cleveland. But in the loss, Cavs superstar LeBron James did have 28 points, and he also made history. He's the seventh player and the youngest player ever to reach 30,000 points in his career, but Cleveland has now lost 6 of 7 and 11 of its last 15 games. Lakers edge the Celtics 108-107. Boston, the top team in the East, has dropped four straight. Warriors over the Knicks 123-112. Golden State's a league best 38-10 now on the year. Thunder edge the Nets 109-108. Reigning league MVP Russell Westbrook had 32 points, including the game-winning layup with three seconds to play. Kings over the Magic 105-299. College basketball top-ranked Villanova beat Providence 89-69. It was number two Virginia all over 18th-ranked Clemson 61-30 and number 12 Oklahoma winner over fifth ranked Kansas 85 to 80. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, we teased it earlier. Yes. Here's, here's the yes. story. The NFL has rejected an AmVets ad during the Super Bowl broadcast. The veterans group wanted to run an ad with the message. Please stand in response to NFL player protests this season. The NFL has editorial control over Super Bowl ads and wanted AmVets to change some of the language in the ad. I'm guessing the please stand part, uh, they refused. Yeah. Now, the same ad will air uh, and has been approved by both the NBA and the NHL for their upcoming All-Star yeah. games, but the NFL said no for the Super Bowl. Well, and here's there's a couple things that I read that I guess are true. I read them, so they must be true, that the this organization, they're the largest veteran service organization, and the story was that they had been invited by the NFL. Now, now I, I'm not naive to the fact this happens every year. We've been doing this a long time, Eddie. People with uh, agendas, whatever the agenda is, they will often 
try to buy ad time for the Super Bowl because they know the NFL is very uptight and they will not they will not allow that to go through. So it's a way to get some publicity without actually spending the money. It's like, you know, if you're you're trying to promote know, a bunch of strip clubs and you say, well, I'd like to promote my uh, my strip club on the Super Bowl. I'll buy an ad. The NFL will say, no, we're going to reject that. But this this really seems uh, seems different. If it is true that they had they were the ones that had invi- been invited by the NFL to place the ad there, and these other leagues are doing it, uh, I mean, because the NFL they ran uh, they ran some commercials uh, for social justice, did they not? Were they not? They had NFL players doing it. Was that not the case? And, and also the language used. People are very upset with the language used by the spokes hack for the NFL who who said it's never been a place for advertising that could be considered by some as a political statement. So the NFL then saying that the standing of the national anthem at sporting events is a political statement. And people were very offended by Brian McCarthy. That's the weasel from the NFL that made that statement. That the NFL, by him saying that, that the NFL believes that that politically asking people to stand for the Star Spangled Banner is, it, you're, you're talking about policies, but people, most, a lot of people don't see it that way. There's other fringe groups that do see it that way. Anyway, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Let's get to it. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. All right, here we go. It's too much or not enough. You go five for five. We'll give you not one but two golden tickets. But all you have to do is get three right. You win our game. Let's welcome in our contestant for too much or not enough. Uh, We got five. We got six. Who are you going to take, five or six? Pick a number, Eddie, five or six. Go ahead, five or six. Let's go six. All right, you picked Nick in Illinois. Hello, Nick. Hey, Ben. Nice to be on the air everywhere. How you doing? Yes, yes, in the air everywhere. Here we are, Nick. What do you do in Illinois, Nick? Uh, I'm a supervisor for a major transportation company. All right, how's that going for you? It's going good. It's been been kind of hectic with the weather, but we're managing. Yeah, it's that time of the year. All right, well, very good. Good luck to you, Nick. Now, what part of Illinois are you in, Nick? (coughs) Uh, Southeastern. Right on the uh, Indiana border. Okay, very cool. Nice nice part of the country. All right, here we go. Let's do it. It's uh, it's time now for too much or not enough. Question number one. You listening can play along while you work, while you drive around. See if you can do better or as good as Nick. Question one. The San Antonio Spurs have had at least one All-Star for 14 straight seasons. Is that too much or not enough? He's contemplating. Not enough. He says not enough. Is he right? That is correct. Good job by you. The Spurs have had an all-star for 20 consecutive years. So you're 20 years old. Your entire life the Spurs have had an all-star. That breaks the record that they had shared with the Lakers, who used to have the record back in the day. Question number two. The Super Bowl will mark the 30th straight start that Tom Brady is favored in. Is that too much or not enough for the Patriots quarterback? Too much. He says too much. Is he right on that? No, he's incorrect. Not enough. 
Tom Brady has been favored in 50 consecutive starts. Only Kurt Warner back in the greatest show on turf days had more with 55 consecutive starts. So it's a one-and-one game for Nick in Illinois. We go to question number three. Too much or not enough? It's Fox Sports Radio. If you like it, we do it every week at this time. If you don't like it, we only do it once a week. There have been four quarterbacks to throw a pick six in the conference championship and still win the game. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. He says not. You sure you want to go with not enough? Yes. Positive? Yes. All right. Can't talk the man out of it. Is he right? Yeah, I tried to talk you out of it. You should have listened. It's a bad job by you. Uh, too much. Only Peyton Manning in 06 and Terry Bradshaw, former sports radio host Terry Bradshaw back in 1979. I'm going to call timeout. Can I call timeout? Timeout! Call timeout. All right, Nick, listen. Yes. Let's huddle up here, Nick. All right. You got off to a good start. You were looking pretty good there. Things have taken a turn sideways here. How can we get you back on track? What do I need? Smelling salts here, Nick? How can we get you back on track? <laughs> I let's just let's just roll with it. All right, remember it's like flipping a coin. You got a fifty-fifty chance every one of these questions. All right, uh, is the penny around? Uh, no, he's sleep, he's sleeping. The penny. the penny doesn't work overnight, except one day a week. All right, here we go. Question number four: There are only ten running backs in NFL history to have more playoff rushing touchdowns than Legarrett Blunt of Philadelphia. Is that too much or not enough? Well. Let's see, he's been what, like six conference championships the last few years? Uh, I'm going to say. He's debating. He's con- not, contemplating. Over now, what, what was it again? It's all right, I'll repeat more. it again. I'll give you some more time. That's all right. That's a good gamesmanship strategy by you. You want some more time. There, have, there are only 10 running backs in NFL history that have more playoff rushing touchdowns than the Garrett Blunt. Too much or not enough? Not enough. You sure you want to go with that? Yes. You are positive. Okay. All right. He's a man. He does not want to change his mind. Is he right? Does he stay alive? Uh, Just for the record, you would have won if you had listened to me. Uh, You got it wrong. (laughs) Too much was the answer. Only six running backs have more postseason rushing touchdowns. Then the Garrett Blunt. But, Nick, we thank you for playing. We have a nice parting gift. We'll give you a lifetime supply of nothing, a trip to nowhere. So enjoy that. And uh, you know, the holidays are uh, way away. We're still in January. But if you want to give a you know, birthday comes up for somebody special in your life, give them a little bit of nothing. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. That's right. You a married guy, Nick? You a single guy? What's going on with you? Uh, complicated. Complicated. All right. Well, give your uh, your mistress a gift. Give your wife a gift. Uh, everyone gets a, a gift. <laughs> the, the gift. The gift of nothing. You know, the gift of nothing. All right. Thank you, Nick. All right. There he goes. Thank you. All right. Uh, Nick, he did not win too much or not enough. We did not have a winner. But just by playing, just by playing, you're a winner. Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio giving that key advice on relationships and dating and all of that. We get to it, and we do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Show our little radio show, or support our little radio show, by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It will help the show grow and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
And let's get to it. It is the the Ben Maller Show. Now, before we get into full love advice, Baker Mayfield was ripped apart. I, I was. We'll get back to this later. But Baker Mayfield was it was ripped apart by a a Cleveland Browns blogger who who ripped Mayfield for the Senior Bowl. Uh, said that he messed it up. He showed up late. He avoided the height and the weight, the weigh in, and all that. And it, it took some other shots at him. Well, Mayfield responded with the verbal haymaker that he showed up late uh, because his mom was in the hospital. Uh, so, so the guy, the Cleveland Browns blogger, then responded with like this, like massive apology. He like deleted everything. What a total spineless coward! Uh, more on that, but let's get to it. Here we go. Get that Periscope app out. Yes, let's go. Tinderoni tips. A bit of a dry spell. Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. And it is Tinderoni Tips. Danny G making his way in to the studio here. He will dish out. We will both dish out wonderful advice, wisdom, and all that. We're on the Periscope app as well. You can check that out if you want. And Eddie is holding the camera as we speak. Go to Periscope. You should have that open already on your phone. And it's Eddie on FSR. Eddie on FSR if you want to check that out. And we're ready to go, Danny G. Happy hump day. And we'll have the Bag of Fun show and tell here. It's uh, Tinderoni Tips Overtime. Bonus coverage. All right. Uh, James on Twitter. James on Twitter says, I went on a first date last week. She was hot. Ah, good for you, James. Uh, but she snorted when she laughed. Could you guys live with that? Yeah. yeah In a short I, I, answer, yes. Yeah. But just don't make her laugh. Uh, <laughs> one of my best friends in the Bay Area, Todd, he dated this girl for two years, uh-huh. and I always felt bad for him because when we hung out. His girl snorted when she laughed, and snorter. And it was like a big elephant in the room. No one said anything, but until after, you, you know, yeah. behind her back. But it was <laughs> it was awkward well, anytime we were around her. Well, what percentage of people are snorters? Is it like mostly uh, women? Are there guys that snort? Is this a is this a condition? Yeah, I think is it like it's a mostly syndrome? women, if I had to guess. Yeah, there's got to be a some... small small percentage. Yeah. And how much do the women have to laugh before they start they start snorting? snorting yeah. I mean, it's gotta be- she snorted with just a basic giggle, so it, it was bad with her. And we tease him now. He's yeah. got a new girlfriend now. We're like, hey, at least you don't have a snorter. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's other ways you can snort also, which you know, those, are, those are also not great for you. All right. Uh, yeah, so, James, the answer is you know, on the, uh, the the scale of hotness. You know, you're getting into that 8, 9, 10 area. Yeah. Snort away. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, Big Blue on Twitter says, how many times should I ask my neighbor out? She has said no twice, but was smiling. <laughs> All right, well, just oh, keep, har- keep harassing her then. Yes. Yeah, in this day and age <laughs> of... What all of us men have been watching and seeing from Hollywood to <laughs> sports, be very careful. But she did smile, Ben, when she turned uh, him down. Oh, so away. yeah, she she <laughs> smiled, but then she went on social media and said, "Me too." My neighbor asked me out. <laughs> Hashtag only try a third time. <laughs> this evil neighbor thinks I'm hot and wanted to go on a date with me. Uh, yeah, all right, I know it's a horrible situation. 
Uh, Daryl on Twitter writes in, and he says, I have been arguing with my wife about how to watch the Super Bowl. Well, that must be a fun argument, right, Danny? <laughs> All right, you think about that? Uh, she wants a party. I want to hear the game. What say you? It's a good good question, and we've talked about this on our show in the past because some of us, well, because of what we do for a living, we have to hear what's going on. Now, if you're single, Ben, it's nice to be invited to a good Super Bowl party where there's a nice spread and maybe you can meet some other singles. Yeah. But as a married guy or you're in a relationship, you, you want the benefits of a party, so the food and yeah. all of that, but you definitely, I think it's better to be able to concentrate on the game. Yeah, and my wife, like, she always like, well, you, you should have a big Super Bowl party, and she loves parties. And I'm like, listen, I got to work that night. <laughs> I, I got to pay attention to the stupid, yeah. dopey stuff these people say Al Michaels and Colin right. were. and that's why it should be a national holiday the day after the Super Bowl. That way we could all get S-faced and have parties. No, I got to work regardless. that night. What are you talking about? I got to do a radio <laughs> but show. But we would have even more participation yeah, right. on the show because everyone would just be lounging with a day off. I got you. All but, right. uh, yeah, I, I think it's better to be able to, um, you know, that's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to have a nice spread, but, you know, just a couple of people. Yeah. Well, you could also, like, have a party for the WNBA. No one really wants to watch that. Just have a party. Why not, right? No? Hockey. You do a hockey game. All right, uh, Jason on Twitter writes in. He says, when a girl I don't like leaves me a message on Plenty of Fish, should I write something back just to be nice? <laughs> yeah. All guys have wondered this when you're online dating because, you know, say you get this heifer who's jocking you <laughs> on there and leaving messages. You don't want to be mean and just completely ignore. Although, well, Ben. That's what women do. It's when, uni- when exactly. And I was just going to say that. It's universally accepted that silence is code for you're not my type. I'm not interested in you. Because yeah. obviously if that was somebody that, that caught your eye and you liked, you would be you know, messaging her back immediately. Well, so we, women have advanced to the point where they don't even give eye contact to men anymore because they don't want to. <laughs> they don't want eye contact. So right, I mean, come yeah. on. So it's, well, the, I mean, the nice thing she gave paid you a compliment or something like that. You could say thank you for the compliment and good luck on here. I, I've seen stuff like that on there before, and that's just quick. And then they know, okay, I'm going to move on. Yeah. So I, I would say no, but a slow, painful demise. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's a battle out there, man. Those dating websites. Yeah, man. I it's. I don't envy you guys. That's a pain in the ass. It's a tech baby. war, and the women have the upper hand by far. Yes. So we're here to help you. Uh, you could DM, by the way, if you don't want to put your business out there, at Danny G Radio. Look, you hit the post. Look at that. Getting the football's version of the Final Four does not, does not guarantee any job security. That is the obvious declaration that must be made in the fallout from conference championship weekend in the NFL. And as we look ahead to the Super Bowl, we must first look back to the conference championship games. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Playing in the conference championship game is a big deal. It's a big deal. However, it does not guarantee future employment. It doesn't. Uh, Now, if you lose, that is, right? We learned in the last day or so that 
two things are true. Number one, Jacksonville is not married to Blake Bortles. There's a chance that Bortles comes back, but they're going to look around and see what else is out there. Well, we've also learned in Minnesota that Vikings' magical carpet ride, which was so impressive, so, so impressive, uh, that they are not beyond the possibility of saying goodbye to their quarterback and the guy that was under center for the playoff win and the playoff loss. If you've not been paying close attention, this might have been off your radar, but the Vikings head coach, Mike Zimmer, was asked whether or not whether or not Case Keenum would be back, whether he would commit to re-signing Case Keenum as the Vikings quarterback. And listen very closely to how Mike Zimmer did a tap dance when asked that question. I think I just said that we're going to work through the process. Did I just say that? Well, I'm going to work through the process just like I always do. We're going to evaluate all the players. We're going to evaluate everybody, and we're going to go like our business like we always do. Uh, which is which is code for I am not going to commit to re-signing Case Keenan, right? He was asked specifically about his quarterback. He didn't take the bait uh, when he was asked about that. He said, we're going to work through the process, which is, which is a, a weaselly way out. It's a weaselly way out. So let's get into it. Let's discuss the question, what are the chances that Case Keenum is back with the Vikings? What are the chances that Case Keenum is back with the Vikings. Now, I'll go first on this, and as an odds maker, for many, many years I've been a bookmaker, I will say there is a 40% chance. I'm going to go 40% chance that Case Keenum is back with the Vikings. So that means there's a 60% chance that he ain't back. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got exposed, mirage, and risky business. you got those three things, and I will tie them together. I will tie them together here in a nice nice little package. Number one, we know that Case Keenum was marvelous, played out of his body in the regular season. You know it, and I know it. However, if the playoffs are the barometer, we got a problem because his many weaknesses that I saw when he played with the, the Rams were on display. He was exposed. In the playoff games to the Vikings, he is a flawed quarterback. Everyone's a flawed quarterback, but he's got more flaws than most. And against the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Minnesota Vikings were provided, their offense was provided second-rate quarterback play. It's the ugly truth. And before you say, well, yeah, but what about the Minneapolis miracle? Okay. That worked as deodorant. It helped cover up the stench from the wretched play of Case Keenum. And I did the numbers to back up my argument. I've done the work here to make my case. Uh, And we mentioned this last week when we had Benny versus the Penny. But it it bears repeating now that we have two games to compile with Case Keenum. you got to take away the Marcus Williams play from the standpoint of judging Case Keenum because that was a – Fluke. If you're depending on the safety to whiff on a tackle of Stephon Diggs and then as a bowling ball knock the pins down of his only teammate that could make a play, if you're depending on that, then I I can't even engage in conversation. I can't. So we're going to throw that out. 
So how did Case Keenum play in the first two playoff games? Uh, again, that's an outlier. That's a that's a freak play that happened with Marcus Williams, the Saints safety. So we'll leave that out. It was a catastrophe. Case Keenum in the two games outside of that freak play, the Minneapolis miracle, had one touchdown, three interceptions. He averaged six yards of pass play, and his passer rating was 65.9 in the two games. Not exactly rising to the occasion for Case Keenum, and so that's why the D word, doubt, enters into the equation. Now, number two, as a skeptic, as a cynic, uh, I, I am leaning towards Case Keenum's 2017 season being a big, glorious, wonderful mirage. Right? Keenum was second in the entire NFL. He was number two in the entire NFL in completion percentage. He was in the top ten in quarterback rating. Clearly a deviation from the norm. Now, if I am in charge of the Vikings, and I am giving them free advice here, night after night I seem to give advice to the Vikings, but here's my advice to the Vikings at this moment. I tell Case Keenum, you're a good guy. We like you. Thank you for your service. And if you want to come back here and you know, you know, short money again, do it one more time, we'll be good. But I need more proof. I need more proof that this this was real. Because I expect a regression to the mean for Keenum. Typically what happens is when a player outperforms what he had done his entire career, extreme outcomes are followed by moderate results, right? That's typically how it works. That doesn't always work out that way. It doesn't work out there. Kurt Warner, right, that's the guy that came out of nowhere and was amazing. And, of course, you could argue that doesn't apply to Kurt Warner because he had no real body of work prior to that as an NFL quarterback. But when he broke in with the Rams all those years ago, he didn't regress. He didn't fall back down. Although he he did briefly. So it's not totally true because he did. He played well for a couple years, and then there was like that lull in his career. So I guess in a way it is actually true. It is true. Uh, but again, if you're the Vikings, you look at this objectively and say, well, he played really well. But in the biggest games, in the playoff games, you know, he didn't do well. He, he was not he was not great. So if you're going to pay Case Keenum to be a top 10 quarterback, you're a fool based on just one season. Because I recall with the Rams, a lot of brain farts. I saw a couple of flatulent moments with the Vikings in the playoffs for Case Keenum. Now the last thing. The good news for Case Keenum, the positive, the silver lining, is that there are plenty of rubes that run NFL teams. There are enough suckers that work in the NFL. Someone, someone is going to pay Case Keenum a gigantic block of gold to get him to play quarterback. The Vikings, though, don't have to be the one to wear the dunce cap. And um, all of this, of course, is risky business, right? You're giving... In, in the case of Case Keenum, he's, he's, he's in his prime, whatever that means, uh, but he's going to be 30 years old in, in a very short amount of time here. So by, by next NFL season, he'll be 30, which is in your prime. He's never been a full-time starter prior to this year. Are you going to hand him the keys here? It's an, it's an inexact science. And Keenum's going to get some lottery money. He's going to get, compared to what he made, he's going to get at least four times what he made in 2017, his contract was a discount 
blue light special $2 million. So he's going to make at least $8 million, you would assume, and maybe a lot more than that. But if you're the Vikings, you can do better. You can do better. There's other quarterbacks out there. Kirk Cousins is the top free agent, but Alex Smith from Kansas City, you can get him. He's better than Case Keenum. You can go down the list. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. On Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Check it out. And uh, I thought we were going to wait, but Coop had no patience, so he tweeted out a photo of Jeannie and Medford. So I, uh, I retweeted it there. You can check it out if you're curious about uh, the picture of our friend, the late Jeannie in Medford, what she looked like back in her. Uh, Back in our younger days. I, I will so, uh, retweet uh, that as well. Yeah, you can check that out there. It's an older photograph, but it shows you a uh, a big smile. Big smile for uh, Jeannie in Medford back in the day. So, good photo there. And if you want to see what she's looked like, it's always uh, it's an odd thing. You know, these people call up radio shows. You wonder what they look like, right? You know, they're unmasked. Our friend Jeannie. And... Uh, I, I know people uh, see us on Periscope and things yeah. like that. But, they say uh, how beautiful we look and oh, how wonderful absolutely. we look. And uh, we uh, are perfect for what we're doing here. I got turned on and it scared me. I understand. I uh, completely understand. I get it. Absolutely. That is pretty crazy getting back to your, your monologue there. You've got two quarterbacks who were in there in the uh, championship games and yet – uh, the teams have decisions to make on whether those are the guys they want to go forward with or not with Blake Bortles yeah. in Jacksonville and Case Keenum in Minnesota. Yeah. Up up in the air, at least for now. Uh, to, to go back to last year, we had Tinderoni tips, and I asked a question, which I think is a very important question, and all men need the answer to. How many laughs for women before they start sn- – if they're snorters, how many laughs? Uh, Kayla, who's a longtime P1, and uh, she has chimed in on this, and she says it takes her about 10 – Hardcore laughs before the snorting starts happening. Well, what, what, what? So the key to this, if you're a funny guy and you want to make uh, a beautiful woman laugh, just make her laugh about seven or eight times, but don't get to ten. Hey, where are the white women at? Uh, I don't know. Is Kayla's in? Uh, is she in Minnesota? I don't know where Kayla is. I have no idea. But uh, it's not really important. Well, they're in Montana actually, because that's that's for Tammy. So we have another Cavs-related controversy that I overlooked earlier. We had a Maller monologue, but I overlooked this, Eddie. We now have uh, the uh, – how should I phrase this one? I want to phrase it properly. Uh, we have uh, I'm not going to help you up, Gate. Oh, know. yes, I saw the highlight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jay Crowder, who just looks like a – well, I don't think I can say what he looks like, but uh, he did not bother to help out. Kevin Love, uh, there was a play, it was in the third quarter of the game last night between Cleveland and San Antonio, and Kevin Love uh, fell down, and Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, like, walked over him. He, like, marched over over Kevin Love. Uh, <laughs> just... he, even, he almost seems even to stare down at him and yeah. give this kind of, like, this head, this, like, little half head shake, like... You softy. No, it's like you're worthless. All yeah. right? You are useless to me. I don't even see the point of even trying to help you up. Well, good to see that team meeting <laughs> cleared the air and everything's uh, you know, everything's smooth and uh, water under the bridge. It's uh, uh, wonderful. And then, so a bunch of people have been showing videos of last year's Cleveland team where players fell down and, of course, a bunch of guys went to pick them up and help them up. Even Kevin Love, like a bunch of videos of Kevin Love. But uh, clearly 
something has happened. Well, maybe now the Lakers can get Kevin Love because years ago that was going to be the Messiah of the Lakers. They were going to trade for Kevin Love when he was in Minnesota, and he was going to be the guy that would lead the Lakers back to the promised land. And, of course, none of that happened. So maybe now those fireworks will happen. We will be here to pontificate over all of that. To the phones we go, though, right now. And Ron is very dedicated. Ron is desperately trying to get on the air in San Antonio. Hello, Ron. Hey, man, how you doing? Ron, if I was any better, I would be a Kawhi, but not a Kawhi Leonard because he doesn't seem like he's very happy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know you're right, but that, that, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. So yeah. Kawhi Leonard, he's, he has the potential to be a, a great player, except for like a lot of great, like Derrick Rose and people like that. It seems like he's going to be injury prone his whole career. What do you think about that? Uh, well, you know, you certainly look at the last two years and you say, uh, yeah, you got some, but mainly this year. I mean, last year you got hurt at the end. This is, the word is troubling because if you can't play, and the Spurs expected him to come back. If I remember correctly, they thought he would be back in early December, and he did come back for a little bit, but now there's no timetable for Kawhi Leonard I would have some heartburn if I'm the Spurs. I would be concerned because this is a yeah. bad sign for future endeavors. I agree. Yeah. But the reason I called real quick, um, I actually reached out to you on Facebook. I was I got in a firefight in Iraq, and I was in the hospital for like four years. And when I was recovering, it was funny because I would play your show at night, and then in the daytime I would do the podcast, and it drove my therapist crazy. And, and <laughs> why, 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 would she, why would your therapist have a problem with our harmless radio oh, show? I'm going to tell you, it's hilarious, because I used to count, after hearing you talk, I would count how many times these broadcasters would say momentum. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And one day she'd come in and she goes, you know what, I'm tired of hearing that, because now, every time they say momentum, I keep thinking of the damn Ben Maller show. Ah, see that? Yeah. We were in there. Because of our show, because of you, Ron, we got in, the, in your therapist's head. I like that. Yeah. That's good. And then I pointed out something else. because I had nothing else to do because I had a lot of time on my hands, you can understand. Yeah. So my question for you is, yeah. Weed Man Hippie, is his uncle Arnie Spaniard? Because listen to the voices. I mean, you got Weed Man Hippie who's upbeat, but if you play Arnie Spaniard and Weed Man Hippie, yeah. and their voices against, you got the upbeat Weed Man Hippie, and then you got the guy that hates everybody, Arnie Spaniard. What's up? All right, well, that's a great question. Uh, they, they do kind of look alike. Hold on, Ron. Hold on a sec, Ron. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wheat, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, Coop, put the line down, Coop. I don't know what's going on with that. Can you put the line? Is Coop, uh, put line six down, Coop. No? Coop doesn't want to put, I can't do the bit. Coop's not putting line six down. All right, uh, Weed, are you there, Weed Man? I love you, Ben. Uh, I'm uh, so uh, sorry uh, about uh, the Mallorlogs. Uh, uh, hold on, calm down. I got, Ron, I got, we'll get to that. But uh, Ron... My friend Ron in San Antonio, he wants to say hello to you. He thinks Hey, you, Ron, how you doing? He thinks you're really Hey, Weed Man Hippie, how you doing? Yeah, all right. I love you. Be happy. Your happiness is the most important thing what in life. What is up with your What is up with your <laughs> negative uncle, Arnie Spaniard? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all sound exactly alike. Yeah. I'm so exclusive to Ben, but I've yeah. heard that so many times. I've been tempted yeah. to call Arnie no, and, and no, you troll can't. him. You're, 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 you're cheating on our show, is what you do. I'll never cheat on your show. Yeah. Well, well, you're sick. You sound under the weather here. What's going on? Here? Ben, 
been, I've been, I've been, you know, if you would pay me and make me a real member of your, of your militia, yeah, of yeah. Your, I, but no, I've been busy. I've been sidetracked in crypto. Yeah, but what, you can do two things at once, can't you? I mean, man, uh, I've been lost in the crypto world. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me. Listen to me. Imagine yeah. something that costs point zero 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 two cents. Yeah, it's very confusing. What is that? It's something you should probably stay away from. Ben, that means you get a million coins for one penny. Okay, I, I don't think we should break okay, down crypto. I take that back, Ben. I didn't have too much time on my hand. We managed to <laughs> You see that? You see that? It's a good line by Ron. You see that? That guy gets it. It's a good line by him. Uh, all right. I love you. All right, I know. All right. Thank you, Ron. Uh, thank you, buddy. Uh, good luck. Thanks, I'm glad you're, you're back, man. It's good to hear your voice there. And uh, my wife will uh, help you out there eventually. She's very slow, but she's uh, help Ron out with something. All right. Anyway, uh, very good. We will have momentarily, not momentarily, a little bit later this hour, we are going to dance the dance of Password, the word game of the stars, a password. We'll call this one, though, Cuddle Up. Cuddle Up. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of The Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Has Baker Mayfield been passed by on the quarterback oddball list for the NFL draft. This guy, Josh Allen, this guy's a piece of work. We had a a Josh Allen story yesterday about saving the Cleveland Browns, and he had a bunch of quotes that were were wonderful. Uh, Now uh, Josh Allen uh, saying that he uh, essentially, his whole life is is football. He wants you to know his whole life is football. He's all about it. This actually comes from a – the interview, the famous interview, these are parts of the interview that we did not bring up. Uh, Josh Allen said he loves football. When he goes to bed, you know what he sleeps with? That's right. Football. He's, yeah, that's right. Sleeps with the football. And he says he has no no other hobbies other than football. That all of his living, living breathing existence is football. And he even when he plays video games, he plays Madden. That's the video game he plays. He's all about it. I don't want anyone touching the balls after that. I don't want anyone rubbing them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so again, if you missed yesterday, he said stats are for losers. He has Aaron Rodgers-like qualities, and uh, he carried Wyoming on his back, and they were 7-5. and five. So this is, uh, this is good. And, and by all accounts, he looks the part. He's got the quarterback persona, except the part of actually completing a lot of per- uh, passes, a high percentage of passes. It hasn't gone so well. TJ in Rochester is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, TJ. Hello, Big Ben. How you doing tonight? Wow, TJ, you are you. You know, I'm going to give you a golden ticket, TJ. You've been on whole uh-huh. the entire show, so I'm going to give you a golden ticket. Hey, you know, Ben, you're all right. I tell you, the reason I, I stayed on hold is to say uh, R.I.P. to Jeannie and Medford because she really did put a lot of smiles on faces through the years. I used to laugh. I'm an East Coast insomniac, and while I be holding, I listen to. 
and the, the way that you and your crew have treated her with respect shows a lot about you. I'm a big fan of all you guys, especially Danny G. He's the best. But what I was calling about is uh, the delusional Eagles fans. And to lend you a little perspective, uh, many years ago, as they say, I lived in Philly in my 20s, back when Buddy Ryan coached him. So I'm a young man. I'm a Giants fan. I make my way to the Veterans Stadium one time. And I almost got my ass kicked for no goddamn reason. Pardon my French, Big Ben. Uh, yeah. Danny Gio, Danny Gio beat, beat, beat that out. But yeah. they're crazy. And that guy trying to tell you how awesome he was and talking over you, I mean, you know, short of Danny G dropping the bomb on him, I'm glad that somebody cut him off because they're crazy. They think they're cool, but they're not. Now, being the East Coast guy, I can forgive a little swagger and passion, as they say. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I like, I don't mind some trash talking. I don't, yeah. you don't have to be chucking batteries and beers at people because they're wearing no, they're the wrong delusional. uniform. No, they're absolutely. They, they, they're off the chain, as they say. And I know you're on the air in Boston, but the two cities I've been to where they're, if you're not from there and they know it, they'll let you know about it, are Boston and Philly. So yeah. I'm not rooting for the Eagles. I'm not rooting for the Eagles or the Patriots. It's a nightmare scenario for me. But try, any Eagle fan is going to tell you, you know, we're really nice guys. You know, I got some China, uh, land in China yeah. for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you land, well, there's a lot of land in China. They have a lot, yeah, there, yeah, that's the expression. It, yeah, it, it, but you were close. You were trying to go to the metaphor. You you picked the wrong one, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah, the wrong yeah. One. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in the I, neighborhood, as they say. Yeah, you were. You, yeah. We know what you meant. You didn't deliver it properly. I got you. All right, well, yes. well, TJ, you've made your case there. Of course, I like yeah, right, right up until what? the point you trashed Boston, but to right up until that well, point, I was right uh, there with you. I, uh, okay, now, to make up for that, and again, I'm more of a New York guy than a Boston guy, but yeah. I like Boston Scott. Okay, I'll just say it right now. I think the guy is real. He, he handles himself well. So I'm <laughs> yeah. going to go out and say, Boston, I'm sorry. I all will right. say Boston Scott. Boston Scott. That's his name, Boston Scott. All right, but thank He's you. All right. There you go. All right, TJ. Thank you, buddy. There is Insomniac TJ. Up all night in Rochester. It's the Ben Maller Show. We're going to have Password, the word game of the stars. We'll get to that here. A couple more phone calls as well. The whole thing. But Eddie Garcia will now give you the latest. Eddie. Well, Ben, let's start in the NBA where the game of the night had the Spurs knocking off the Cavaliers 114-102. to LeBron James in the loss for Cleveland had 28 points. It became the seventh player and youngest player ever to reach 30,000 points in his career, passing Kobe Bryant, who held the record. Cleveland has lost 6 of 7, though, and 11 of their last 15 games. Lakers get by the Celtics 108-107. Boston, the top team in the East, has now dropped the season high four in a row. Warriors have the league's best record at 38-10. They beat the Knicks 123-112. Thunder over the Nets 109-108. Russell Westbrook gets a layup with three seconds to play, finished with 32 points for Oklahoma City. And the Kings down the Magic 105-99. College basketball, number one Villanova, easily beat Providence 89-69. Number two Virginia rolled over 18th-ranked Clemson 61-36. And number 12 Oklahoma was a winner over 5th-ranked Kansas 85-80. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, I don't know if you saw this note from Base but former top Astros prospect Jonathan Singleton has been suspended 100 games. 100 games? That's a lot a, of games. For a third positive drug test. Oh, he's doing the, uh, he's doing the dope. Uh, the 26-year-old was first suspended in 2012, then failed another test the same year, hit with a 50-game suspension. Yeah. Uh, he admitted to uh, he went to a rehab center, 
Uh, he said in a 2014 interview, even after I failed the second test, I couldn't stop smoking weed. Yeah. Well, apparently he still can't. I feel bad for this guy because there's so many baseball players that smoke weed, and this guy ends up getting busted for it. You know, there's a lot of these guys do it. Baseball looks the looks the other way. Well, we do seem to think of, of marijuana as, uh, a, I don't know, a non-addictive drug, right? But uh, apparently it, for this guy, that's not the case. How many? Let's ask our weed expert, Koopa Loop. Uh, how many states is weed legal in, Coop? I believe know? now we are up to 28 states. 28 wow. states where weed is legal. And how many states are there, Koopa Loop? <laughs> 52. <laughs> 52. There you go. No, So the, the math works out more than half. Now, there's some parts of the country where I don't think weed will ever be legal. And uh, but but for the most part, I mean, there's a lot of places. Obviously, it already has the entire West Coast. The entire West Coast, as Coop has pointed. Wow. Out. Yeah. Okay, so oh oh, wait, oh, we have an update. Full, we have a full, weed dis- update. Yeah. full disclosure. Yeah. I I pulled that number out of my rear end. Yeah. But I just looked it up, yeah. and it's actually 29. I was 29. really close. Was Vermont the latest one? Didn't Vermont just pass the the weed laws? I think so. Oh, did did they just just recently do that? So it might be up to 30 because this this is uh, the 29 is on an article dated uh, December 2017. Yeah, so. I, well, I think Vermont became the latest state. I thought I read that the other day. So we'll have to ask Arnie Spanier about that because he'll know. <laughs> He'll know all about it. It's the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit our friends at geico.com for a free rate quote. A lot of reaction to uh, what has been going on. We, the, the photo of Jeannie and Medford, which Koopaloo put up there, and you can get it on his Twitter, my Twitter. Uh, you can check that out. Uh, Robbie, the Mariner fan, says, mark my words. Anytime I guess a guy says mark my words, you know it's going to be poignant. A poignant conversation. Robbie says, mark my words, Ben and Eddie. Josh Allen will be the first pick, and he'll be by far the best quarterback in this class. Allen had the worst wide receiver core in the NCAA, and uh, he's Robbie's all in. He's all in, in on the Allen camp. I, I think I talked about this yesterday. I totally disagree. I think this guy is going to be a major bust. Yeah, I would not touch him anywhere in the top half of the first round. Uh, I followed his career. Like I said, he grew up in a little town, kind of where I'm from, and uh, not impressed. I, I wish him well. I'm, I'm cheering for him. I, I just don't see it. Well, I think it'll be good because he seems like a spoiled brat. He seems like he's got the personality of a wide receiver at quarterback, and I think that would be wonderful get a little starlet under center like that, I think that would be just great. It would be good for the show. So I'd like to see him go to a high-profile team just for content reasons. Just for content reasons. Uh, no Condom Carl. No Condom Carl is on the Ben Maller Show in Massachusetts. Hello, Carl. Good morning, Ben. I, I, I'm a little confused here. Uh, the last statement Coop made, I think he needs to go recheck this to 52 states. Yeah, he's, he's close, you know. Well, last I mean, time I checked, there were 50 states and two territories. Well, he's counting. I, I am counting the territories oh, because, uh, yeah, Puerto Rico and Guam. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, I was talking about, you know, D.C. and then. Uh, oh, what Puerto about Rico. Guam? You don't like Guam? What do you have against Guam? I've got nothing against Guam. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Puerto Rico. We're up to 53. Let's keep going. Virgin Islands? But Virgin Islands. Very I, nice. Are they still Virgin Islands? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but, uh, 
Anyways, Ben, I have a uh, tenderoni tip if I could. I know it's a little late in the show there, but this was a re- uh, response to a gentleman last week yeah. that was upset about his bride wanting to spend a lot of money on the wedding. Yeah, yeah, this and, happens. This happens a lot. Sure, yeah. We, we yeah, want a big, you know, their child when they're little girls, they dream of this gala wedding, and they want that. Yeah. In my in my life, and this is an important date. My mother and father were married in June of '56. My wife and I got married in uh, September of '81. Yeah. Now thinking about things, and uh, 2006, I'm planning my wife and I's 25th anniversary. We have it'll be 37 years this year. You're dropping a lot of but, numbers here. There's a lot of numbers you're dropping, my man. A lot of numbers. But All the right. key. Yeah. Part of this year is is it was my parents' fiftieth anniversary the same year we're celebrating our twenty fifth, and we ended up having our big wedding because we get married just as a piece, small little reception, and use the money towards getting started in our life. Twenty five years later, with all my kids, my brothers, and family, yeah. and everything else, at that point we had a fantastic wedding. We had a nice church wedding. A beautiful reception that they, uh, you know, were able to family buff, uh, catered and everything else. Yeah. I, my son's yeah. a DJ. Right. Right. So you had you you waited and you had it and, and you're happy and everything's great. Everything's. I wonderful. think the bottom line is spend the money later to have a wedding, not a big one beforehand. That way, there you can start off on a good foot in life, yeah. not being uh, in debt. All right, all right. Uh, Carl, thank you, no condom, Carl. Life advice from a man who's lived the life. No condom, Carl. He's been out there. He's been doing. He's been doing his thing. Is what he's been doing. All right. Anyway. All right. So uh, the, the Ben Maller show on Fox on Fox. Now, let's introduce our contestants here. Let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password. The word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right. Here we go. It's password time. And who is going to play password? Let's see. Who do we have? We have. Gary in Des Moines, Iowa. Hello, Gary. Good morning to you. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Gary. What's going on in Des Moines this morning? Uh, just another cold, cold day. Yeah. You sound excited about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for the summer. Now, are you, we always ask this question because this is our weird hour where some, a lot of people are just getting started on their day, but other people are ending their day. Like, where are you at on the spectrum? Well, I'm kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. I, I get off work at 11 o'clock. And, 11 um, o'clock, man. Yeah, and then I come home, have a little dinner, and listen to you for a while, and then go to sleep. Yeah. And then, you know, nature called. Oh, okay. See, I thought you meant 11 in the morning. I didn't know 11 at night. I was confused by that. So you, Yeah, yeah, I get okay. off. Of, I get, I'm a night manager at a fitness center. Oh, okay. I got you. Very cool. Are people in Des Moines in good shape? Um, it depends. I mean, yeah. I think in Des Moines, West Des Moines, in the city, they're, they're, they seem to be in pretty yeah. good shape. Outside they're pigs, but in the city, yeah, they're one. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, hold on, Gary, and uh, you will be playing. And Andy in Indiana. Hello, Andy. Hello, Ben. How are you? Andy, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, Andy. I know. I've tried to get in, but uh, yeah. blocked at every pass. I understand. Andy's the big voice guy, the big booming voice guy. I'd say much, much more professional broadcaster than I am. Clearly. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got you. All right, hold on, hold on a sec, uh, Andy. Uh, Gary, who do you want to partner up with, Gary? You can play with me, Ben. You got Eddie over there, Danny G, or the Koopa Loop. Uh, let's do it, Ben. All right, Gary, it's a good job by you. A smart choice, and we will bring it home, and let's see who uh, Andy's going to lose with. Andy, who would you like to go down and defeat with? 
Uh, Mr. Garcia. All right, that'll be the person that you uh, partner up with and you lose. All right, so that those are the teams. We've got Andy in Indiana and Eddie. That's the losing team. Gary in Des Moines and me, Ben, will be the winning team. Password in its entirety. We get to that. We do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's get to it. It's time now for In Its Entirety Password, the word game of the stars. Here we go. Now, the teams are Gary in Des Moines and me, Ben, and then Andy in Indiana and Eddie. Those are the, the guys going against each other, and Danny G's got all the, the rest of them. All right, gentlemen, there are 10 words on the board. Each are worth 10 points for every incorrect guess. We take a point away. Gary, you are on the line first. You get to pick the first word, 1 through 10. Pick a number. Number 5. Number 5. Number 5. You, all right, very good. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, the... We start with 10 points, as you said. We go out down. All right. Uh, the word I will use is cinema. Movie. No. No. All right, Andy. Uh, you, heard yeah. ben, you heard Ben's clue of cinema. My clue is auditorium. Theater. That's correct. Ah. <laughs> we said, well, Gary, we set him up. Eddie would not have gotten that if it wasn't for us. So we should get a half a point for that. We <laughs> Get some credit. You get nothing. Yeah. Well, you, of course, it was my hard work with the wonderful word cinema, which, of course, is theater. Anyway. All right. It is Andy's turn. One through four or six through ten. Pick a number. I'll pick eight. All right, Eddie, number eight. Number eight. All right. Um, let's see here. You know all about that one, Eddie. Andy, the password is emotion. Emotion. Terrible. Uh, Feeling. No. All right. Uh, I will go with, this is something I know a lot about, uh, lust. Lust. Love. No! <laughs> no, that's love and lust are totally different. You can, uh, All right, Andy, we've had. Uh, explain the birds and the bees. Lust, emotion. How about Intensity. Horny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not wrong, but uh, no. Uh, all right, uh, Gary, this is where we get right back in the okay. game, Gary. All right. This is where we get it here. Uh, desire. Passion. Bam! Woohoo! Uh. Get like three points, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> oh, what is that, Coop? Like seven points. Seven points. All right, we're only Emotion. down by two, we're, we're, and we're going up. This is like the Belichick thing. Because, <laughs> like, you know, we scored before halftime. Now we get the ball right away after halftime. All right, back to Gary. Here we go. Gary, pick a number one through four, six, seven, nine, or ten. Three. Word number three you pick. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I think this will work. Uh, snuggle. Snuggle. Um... Think about it, Gary. Think about it, Gary. Cuddle. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. talking about. Good job by you, Gary. Good, Dan. Who's got the lead? You can put it on the board. That's right, the good guys. 
Next right. word. All right, uh, Andy. 17 to 9, I believe is the score. Is that accurate? Yes? 1, 2, 4, Woo-hoo! 6, 7, 9, or 10. I'll try 2. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Andy. Uh, the password is... Woo-hoo-hoo. Picnic. Huh. Picnic. Wow. Five seconds. I don't know. Um, lunch. No. Yeah. All right. Well, Eddie, Eddie said picnic. I am going to go with playground. Um, park. Bam! That's oh. what I'm talking oh. about. We That's should get a we should about. get a half point you because don't have, our word you don't have any points, Eddie. You're getting that. destroyed here. It's a blowout situation. Twenty-six to nine. Good guys have stormed from behind, just like the Patriots. All right, next are word. If stormed from behind, <laughs> next word. Quit stalling. I'm not stalling. Oh, I don't care. I'll keep going all day. I don't care. Okay, he left on the board. One, four, six, seven, nine, or ten. Is it me? Uh, Gary, right? No, yes. Gary. Yes. Oh, it's me? Okay, yeah, I'll take two. I'll do two. Well, we, we just did, did two. two. No, we did two. We, oh, we, did we two. nailed that so one. We got that one. That's a penalty. <laughs> one, four, well, six, what? seven, nine, minus nine. Minus nine. Oh, points. shut up. Okay, I'll do seven. I'll do seven. Seven. All right. Now, I'm going to use the Maller maneuver oh, on no. this one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this this should be good. Now, I think I, I think I can do this. I think I'm allowed oh, to. Oh, sounds like cheating already Well, no. Me. I mean, let me, uh, I'm going to ask. Hurry I'm up. Gonna ask. Hurry up. I can do that, right? Yeah. All right. All right. I can do that. All right, uh, Gary, here we go. I'm using the Maller maneuver. This is a patented maneuver. Do not attempt this at home uh, or in your car. Here we go. Okay. You know how the Mallard Maneuver works. Okay, yeah, let's now, go. Now, t- sh- tell me again how it works. No, we don't have time oh, for that. Do I, I, lead, right. I lead you into the word. Uh, okay. All right. okay. Crude. Vulgar. No! That's right, not Andy, the Mallard Maneuver! Andy, Andy. That's not the maneuver! <laughs> Lubricant. Lubricant, Andy. Oh, uh, Lubricant. Whoa. Lubricant. What? Uh... Oil. Yes. Let's go. Crude Next, oil. Pick a oh, word. Gary, okay. Gary, okay. Andy, okay. Cr- Gary okay, it's, cr- got it's it. crude Andy. oil, Gary. That's one, a banana maneuver. We're one, talking four, six, nine, or ten. Quickly. Uh, one. Okay. The password is ache. Ache? Ache. A-C-H-E. Ache. Pain. Yes! Oh. Yeah. 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 It's not over. <laughs> We're Throw out of time. Out there. All right. We're uh, out of time. Throw another Four, word out there. Four, <laughs> Throw six, damn word. seven, or ten. <laughs> Hurry up. Pick a number quickly. One. We already did one. Four. What's wrong four, with you? Four. 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 You, you want four? Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, let's go with. Uh, oh no. I don't know. Let's see here. Oh, no. I'm not choking. It's, it's over. In, impede. Impede. Stop. No, oh, that's wrong. That's a winner. That's not. That's not. Listen. <laughs> the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zin for a spin. Zin nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. 
Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 